0: Hey guys, this is Christina, and you're watching Vox and Guest, and I am, I'm so excited, (laughs) because I have my buddy here, my buddy JD from Death Pigeon. How are you doing, Christina? Thanks so much for having us. We have to coo at each other. Um, (laughs) It's funny, every time I do an interview and I start a show, I'm like, I'm so excited, and people are going to think i just say that, but I really am so excited every time. (laughs) But I'm extra excited because... um, I know we don't have Neil with us today. Um, Neil is Neil is off being um, musical in another in another way. Um, right. But you and I are going to have some fun. We have so much to talk about. Um, so I'm going to start this, my friend, um, with you know you've probably been asked this question before. Maybe maybe not. But let let's do it. So so the name Death Pigeon implies the existence of a life pigeon. So I need to ask you in like a post-apocalyptic Highlander kind of pigeon situation, who comes out triumphant? Is it life pigeon or is it death pigeon?
1: Oh, it's always a death pigeon. Always death. It's like in Star Wars, isn't it? You know, as much as everybody's rooting for the good guy, the bad guys are the best, you know, and it's like the death pigeon, really. I think it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, as much as the life pigeon probably has got, I don't know. I do you think? Do you think the life pigeon would wear sort of like unicorn trousers and just be really sort of like really
0: out oh there? Oh my really god! Colorful, I hope so. You know <laughs> now. Now pigeon, yes. Right? Now that's headcanon. That Ned. That absolutely is exactly what the life pigeon is wearing now, and maybe like a, a jaunty cap or something. <laughs> yes. I yeah. Mean, why not? And a, and a maybe a bubble pipe. You know, just just for extra effect. I don't know now. Okay, you're you're making the life pigeon sound kind of cool, JD. I don't I know. Have, you're talking like it up. Unicorn pants and a bubble pipe, and now we got a jaunty cap. And and so, what are you rolling up in to this to this full on life death match existential struggle? What are you coming in? Are you are you coming in your uh in your current gear? Are you are you going to be also wearing some form of mystical pants? I mean, you got to represent. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Probably, yeah, I haven't really quite thought about it. I think maybe, yeah. I think there's definitely going to be some 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 mystical pants there. It's not going to be unicorn because obviously the life pigeon's got them. So right. it's it's good. I don't know turtles. I, I like. That. I mean, Ooh, why not? turtle pants. Yeah. I okay. Mean, why not? I mean, ro-
0: robots. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe maybe stick with wildlife. Maybe maybe turtles. Robotic esh, turtles. Esh. Robotic turtle. That would actually go really well with the rewiring of humanity, but we'll get to that. <laughs> in a bit. So, um, okay. So, so you're you're gonna you're gonna vote for yourself. You're gonna be the the supreme winner of the life pigeon, death pigeon, Highlander match. I um I didn't know who I was ro- rooting for entirely until now, but I, I think I'm gonna have to go with you. I mean, to
1: be fair, if it's a match, it's probably not really going to, you know, spark off that much because I'm getting on a bit and I'm going to need to sit down. (laughs) So it's probably going to be a case of this sounds like a great idea. Do you want to go to the pub and get a pint?
0: All right. So the, the, the goal now is to get the life pigeon just absolutely smashed and then you can defeat it without having to get up much. I like it. I think I mean- we've got a whole this isn't you're going to need to do like a video series or something on this. You're going to you're going to need some <laughs> animators. You're going to need the the whole, you know, and I won't take too much of the profit yeah. for being 50 percent of the the brain trust. I'll oh, no, definitely,
1: definitely seventy five. I've never thought about it before, so yeah, you can you you can take the bag on that one. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: okay. you do have to buy the turtle pants though, so keep in mind your overhead on this project. But we we can negotiate. that
1: later. <laughs> we, and do you know what? It, it, the the pants will be upcycled? Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So you know, th- just thinking ahead slightly. I don't okay, know what I, I, I like it. I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're done here. That's it. That was really all I needed to add. No, I'm... <laughs> great thanks. So. so Okay, so let's, let's, uh, let's bring it back to earth just a tiny, tiny bit. So how, how long have you been in music personally, and how did you and Neil meet? Because I know um, you mentioned that you wanted to make music since you were really young, and then the band started in 2020. So not to say that you're not really young, but it seems like there might have no. been a gap there. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, when did you get into it? What were you doing? How did you hook up with Neil and, and form Death Pigeon? So I guess I was about 15 when I
1: started playing, I'm 39 now, so that's that's definitely a chunk of years. I'm not going to work it out because my maths is awful. Um, and uh, I started on guitar, on uh, acoustic, and then I went to electric, and then I went to bass with the passing of Peter Steele from Type o Negative in 2010. Um, and... This is the interesting thing. I've been in a few bands over the years. Nothing has really ever sort of done anything. We've we, it's just basically been more of a jamming project, just sure. a bit of fun. I've got a I've got an old tape up there up on the shelf, which has just got one song from an old hardcore band that I was in from when I was like seventeen years old.
0: Oh, and
1: God. I haven't listened to it in about twenty odd years, but I want to at some point.
0: You um, do, and you have to release it too. <laughs> now that you've well, said it, I mean, we know it exists. You're gonna have to put it out
1: there. <laughs> Yeah, I I I might have a chat with the guy that I that I was in the band with and see whether he's willing to do it. Um, where it, it might be under just my his name or Death Pigeon or what I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's um it's awful. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely might do something with that. But um, okay. I think music music for me was such a big part of my life growing up. that I always wanted to learn, and when I did start learning at such a young age, you don't realise how long it's actually going to take you and you don't realise what's involved. Exactly, right. Exactly. Um, So I think with picking up different instruments here and there along the way, I think I I must have left it for about maybe five or six years, maybe longer in between, you know, going into early 20s. There was a lot of of issues, early 20s, mental health issues and stuff like that. So I wasn't actively playing as much then. Um, But one thing I always... I always wanted to do more with the band, but all the bands that I was in—no disrespect to any of them—I'm friends with
0: all of them still. Didn't sound disrespectful.
1: Everybody was just quite happy and just doing what they wanted to do. But I wanted to try and see if we could get something off the ground, you know.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but here's the question: How do you get something off the ground? How do you how do you start a band? You know how you know it's it's a it's, it's a, a question. huge question. <laughs> it really you is. Know, you, find people reach out to them find them online then you've got to sort of you know come together what if you're not compatible there's there's so exactly. much exactly so. musically I,
0: ph- philosophically everything it's it's like exactly. a marriage it really is it's yeah. at, at least like dating dating very intensely yeah. so yeah okay so yeah it's true how do you get it off the ground so so how so
1: you? <laughs> i i sort of left it for years, thinking oh nothing's going to come of it and i ca- carried on playing just because I just wanted to keep on playing. Yeah. And then in 2018 I started work for a uh, for a large company in the north of Bristol. Yeah. And Neil was there and it was—I uh, don't know if you've seen the advert on YouTube of uh, two metalheads that see each other in like a in like a seven. Yes, head. in the supermarket or a like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The shirt. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Was yeah, like,
1: yeah. Nah. <laughs> so I was as IT manager, and I as and Neil was working for the development team. So I sort of was being shown around the place, and out of everybody who was nice and clean cut. And everything there was Neil, still, still nice and clean cut. In case he listens to this, but obviously right. with long hair and beard, and I was like, "Oh, right. metalhead!" There you go. <laughs> you um, knew so, the
0: signalling was there. You knew
1: <laughs> absolutely. So then we just started talking, and I, I told him that I was busy writing um, a short story, um, and I wanted to put some music to it. This, this didn't happen all at the same time, and obviously this was over months. And then he said that he'd been in bands, he'd been signed, he'd been all this and the other, and we started oh, yeah. jamming. Okay. And we thought, wow, do you know what? Actually, something might come of this. Yeah, okay. um, It just went from there, really. And then we got together in, like, 2019. We started talking about Death Pigeon. And then in 2020, we went to see Sisters of Mercy live. And we were talking about the band there as well. And the very next day, lockdown happened. And uh, then, you know, it was pandemic city then, wasn't it then? You know? Um, So... The band was kind of, we released one track in October 2020, uh, which is a cover um, of a Words of Epray song. And then I got ill in 2021, so the band was put on hiatus then. Oh boy, and in 2022, okay. we started, but my health, my ill health was, was still present. So Oof. then we, yeah, so basically it's just been a roller coaster. A so lot. So yeah. <laughs> we should have <laughs> come up with something in 2021, but we waited until 2023.
0: Man, I thought the life pigeon death pigeon thing was going to be an intense battle, but it seems like just getting death pigeon itself off the ground was was uh, at least as difficult. But I I have to ask the name. okay? because as I mentioned to people a lot um, and I think it's especially important for this show because, you know, I've I've watched shows where metal fans interview metal musicians and yeah. it's like this language that twins speak you know they're talking about blast beats and blarg and this and that and whatever and i i mean i know for all the world i look like a total metalhead, um but i am new really to most of this music i mean i listen to things that people called metal um you know back in the day but One thing I've learned is that metal is like a nesting genre, right? And then you've got black metal and death metal and new metal and industrial metal and, you know, alternative metal and like all this other, there's so much metal. But I, I, and first I'm realizing a lot of the stuff that I thought that I was listening to that was metal was not metal. (laughs) It was not metal at all. I can't even think of, I mean, I, I used to listen to like the hair bands in the late oh, yeah. 80s and the 90s, which, you know, they kind of fancied themselves, I think, metal adjacent in some ways, you know, when I was into King's X and Cinderella and this stuff or whatever. But like, oh, again, cool. sort of like the Splenda of metal, mm-hmm. I think not really, not really the, um. you know, now I'm listening to you, I'm listening to Shovel Monster, I'm listening to Isaac Isin- Event, Isin- 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 and and like it's a whole other level. Um. But so my very long winded point here is that, I, I want people to understand when I'm coming at an interview like this with you that I am not, le- you know, if, if metal fans interviewing metal musicians is like the language that twins teach each other, it, I'm really just new to the language, right? So this is a whole other musical language that I'm just learning. And what I love about it is that even coming to it fresh you know not really knowing the genre not really knowing you know all the bands that you know like guys will throw around opeth and all these you know cradle of filth and i'm like okay i've listened to a couple of those i'm doing my homework but it's still all very new for me your music um is so good that it doesn't matter to me that the genre is different but what catches my eye at the beginning and here i am bringing the question back it was a long ride but we got here thank you for um, staying with me and paying the toll, or the names, okay? The names yeah. of metal bands are, are both at once hilarious and fantastic. And I've got to ask, when you and Neil were talking about it, or was it something that you brought, how did you come up with Death Pigeon? Because it's just such a great name, and it's so memorable, um, and it looks great <laughs> on a shirt. <laughs> but where did it come from? Where the hell did Death Pigeon come from?
1: Uh, well, thank you for the compliments. Buried in that,
0: that, that long soliloquy. I, 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 yeah, re- sorry about that. No, 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 God, no, no, not <laughs> at all. Um,
1: um we as 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 people outside of Death Pigeon, we we are um we don't take ourselves too seriously. We like to have a laugh. We're very mm-hmm. self-deprecating, we're very sarcastic. Um and <laughs> I think when we were looking at names, I wrote a list of names of bands, and they were all sort of um, Animal orientated, okay. Like, octopus driver and stuff like that. And okay. I was just like, "What? Well, why? Why not?" You know, I, I I wanted to use Raven, but then that had been used so much. A lot. Okay. Yeah, I, so could I was see like, that. Hey, okay, because I wanted to harken back to like, Edgar Allan Poe, you sure. know, and, and stuff like that. And yeah. And then Neil was just like, "Come on, you know, let's let's, let's just make it a bit a bit more sort of light hearted," because we. <laughs> We didn't want to name the band, and then for people to think that we were a parody. You sure, know? sure. But we didn't want people to think that we were we were sort of coming at this from too much of a sort of a staunch, sort of hard, exactly sort of area. Does, does that make sense? It it makes so- total sense. That's a real balance. Yeah. So we just sort of thought, well, if we run the business as a business, as you meant to run it, and then we we run the social media as as nice and as kind and as everything as we can and try and bring people in and try and show them that heavier music is not all that it seems to be in people's imaginations and in people's minds. Absolutely. And when we came up with the name, it was just coming up with something that was sounded, as you said, that was memorable, a bit silly. Yeah. If you said it, people were like, "What? whoa, say that again? What a death a deaf pigeon? What? What is that?" Yeah. And, and I think more than anything, it just made us laugh. And then I had it tattooed on my arm. And, I know. I was like, "You, you, you know.
0: committed to that name, man. That is, and uh, that, that is not going anywhere." No, I just it, it's <laughs> it's brilliant because it really does. That was well, one of the you. first things I noticed online. You know, as I saw all these musicians crossing my my feed, and I was like. Death Pigeon. I, I love that so much. What is going on here? And it completely got me to click. And then I found out how great you are and how nice you are. And oh, then getting you. into the music. Oh, so it, it's 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 brilliant. Like you you have such a hook with that name. And um, and what's great, too, is that I have to get a shirt from you. We're going to have to talk. But, what you know, I imagine people wearing them out. You know, that's the kind of shirt that will stop people, you know, like, wait, what does your shirt say? And then you've you've maybe got a whole new fan right there, which is just mwah, my my chef's kiss to you on that one. I, I love it. I love Death Pigeon. I love the whole oh, thing. So, oh, um, oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Lovely, no. But so okay. So um. So Neil, again, as we said, is not here. But just to mm-hmm. orient everybody, for for those who don't know, so you are the mind behind the stories behind the music. Okay. You yeah, do yeah, the bass. Right. You do the vocals. Yeah. Um, and you do the lyrics, I guess, you For know, sure. based on the stories. And then yeah. Neil is playing guitar, does mm-hmm. a lot of, um, the mixing, the mastering, and you guys are both in the the creation piece of it. Um, yeah. so, yeah. um, I, I, like there, there are just so many questions. I'm trying to figure out where to start. So let's start with the albums. Okay. So you have okay. two albums that you've released that I could at least find. I don't know if there are more. Um, okay. So, so yeah. And, and so the first one, um, volume one, um, you know, light through the dark, um, very orchestral, very, um, you know, as I'm listening to it, I'm going, God, this would make such a great soundtrack for a movie. You know, um, it's just, it's got all this presence. Um, and, and unless I was missing it, not a ton of vocals on that album, right? Yeah, okay, correct. like I didn't know if there were little bits in there that were sort of backgrounded or or, but I I wasn't noticing anything. So it it just it it comes off as this, um, incredibly atmospheric, um, and and I I I again I sat down as a non-metal head, and I'm listening and I'm going, well, holy shit, you know, <laughs> like this is this is really beautiful. There's so much in it, and I I I wanted to ask you first of all. How did you get so much feeling and intention and atmosphere across without a single word? Because a lot of songs rely on the lyrics for that kind of thing, but you didn't. So uh, talk me through the process of that album, like just from the beginning to, you know, tell me about volume one. I, I, um, Sorry, I'm I'm a bit stunned by your absolute kindness. Um, it, 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 <laughs> it, it shouldn't I, it, be, but I'm glad. It,
1: it, no, but well, thank you for everything that you're saying. Um, the vo- volume one was it, it's it's kind of a it's 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 a really heartfelt heartfelt EP for me because um, I we wanted to put together something that was we were trying to find our sound. I was still very mm. ill. Um, at the time, I didn't want to start the album if I couldn't finish it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we weren't going to pick that up, and then find out that oh, hang on, John's been hospitalised again. We're not mm. going to be able to do anything. So mm. we, we that's that's on that's 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 sort of on on the back burner. I also wanted my mum to listen to something that we put together, and even though they're covers, and we love covers. Covers have taught me everything that I know about music. They've taught mm-hmm. me musical composition. They've taught mm-hmm. me you know songwriting they've taught me so much and oh yeah i wanted to sort of in a strange sort of way i suppose say thank you to the bands that are sort of to some of the songs or some of the bands that mean a lot to me yeah and there are more there are heavier bands but i wanted to do something that wasn't death metal wasn't black metal wasn't in that wheelhouse i wanted people to hear us and all of the atmosphere it was generated by Neil. I had nothing to do on that album other than play bass because I, I was I was very ill at that point. And okay. um, it took, I was basically recording one. Each song took me a month to record just the bass. So um, okay. Neil wow. did everything on that. He played the drums. He played the guitars. He set up all the orchestrations. I would said to him that I wanted to extend... Uh, some of the tracks by adding an, or- uh, an orchestrated start. Yeah. He came up with all of that following the chord progressions of the songs. Wow. Um, He did everything. He added in, he asked me, he said, because he knows I love the hurdy-gurdy and I've only ever heard the hurdy-gurdy being played in one metal track as far as I'm aware and that's by Dark Tranquility. Okay. And I really wanted, Um, I, I didn't have uh, enough, I, I didn't have enough lung capacity to be able to sing. <sighs> so we thought we would keep it, instrumental and we add in a hurdy-gurdy on one or two of the tracks just to take the vocal melody and to give that sort of really weird because you know know, your hurdy-gurdy is not a very straight sound is it it's a very sort of weird sort of it's um, named um, very well (laughs) yeah (laughs) it really is yeah yes exactly (laughs) and i think i think neil honest to god neil neil just just nailed it absolutely and I would everything. agree with he'd, that. He did everything. I, oh, I just, I just played bass. That was it. I had nothing more to do with it, other than let's do these songs. I played bass, and then that was it. I was sleeping nineteen hours a day. I was getting up. I was recording a little bit and going back to bed. And yeah, I, I had mm. nothing to do with it other than Neil. Um, he, he literally, and it was at that point that I thought to myself, "Oh God, why is he working with me?" Aww. I mean, I've heard the other stuff that he's been doing. I've heard all the other, all the other albums that he's been. Uh, mixing and mastering for people mm. and his stuff as well, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Oh, dude, don't work with me." <laughs>
0: Aww. Aww. <laughs> you know? Well, you're but he was that. smart. <laughs> he knew he knew once you were better what he had in you. So don't 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 downplay yourself. But I understand that feeling though, especially if you're if you're ill and you have this idea for a project and then you can't really be in it. And and it's I mean you know again it, it's you'll have to pass on. Um, you know, what I said to Neil too, because I I guess it, it, it goes largely to him, but, but it just, um, just really from, from the choices and everything, it, it's so, it's still such a personal album, you know, Mm -hmm. for both of you. And I think that, that it's a testament to how well that was put together, that it's such a great companion piece when you put the two volumes together, Mm -hmm. you know, that there's, there's a musical through line there that there's an identity in what you've done that shines through from your pieces to the ones that are on the first album the covers you know i mean you you really to craft something that's so identifiable and so um, just sort of emblematic of who you are as a band And especially now, knowing the backstory, which is tremendous. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll ask. Are you? You seem to be doing much better. Are you fully healed up? Are you? Are you all good now? Is everything kind of resolved or mostly resolved? Are you? How you? (laughs) Because that's just. It sounds like you went through so much. I mean, just so much for years.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm still going through it. I'm still. I'm still. um, I'm still here. My wife has been a, a gigantic. Help! Without her, I, I genuinely wouldn't be here because she found me unresponsive in bed, suffocating. So, um,
0: if it wasn't her, I genuinely wouldn't be here. Um, oh my God! And well, thank my goodness lungs... for her. Thank her for all of us, please. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will. Um,
1: no, you know, I'm, I'm. I think physically, I'm a lot better. My lungs are still pretty damaged. I'm on CBD therapy. Which oh, wow. I'm trying now, and I'm on a few other things which we're trying. I've got uh, mentally, I'm I'm screwed, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but you know wow. that's always been the case really
0: ever since I was a kid. So you know, um, a lot of people, the yeah, the <laughs> <office> altar's
1: there, right? <laughs> <You> know,
0: <laughs> it is what it is. But you wouldn't um, be death pigeon otherwise, right? So but, I mean, it- <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. But no, thank you for asking. No, I am absolutely. I'm certainly a lot better. I'm now sleep in probably a lot less than what I have ever slept but then I couldn't sleep any more than what I have for the past two two years three years <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, if, if you had you
0: about know. four or five hours a day awake you 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 pretty much had to be up yeah. from there so that that's a good yeah, thing but I'm wow just... I mean I, I I'm so glad that you're okay um you know Thank I you. mean so many people um have been grappling with with you know similar things and it's just you know over years and and you know, if you're already starting out behind the eight ball with mental health, which we can get to a little bit later, um, that certainly yeah. doesn't help. So I'm just glad that you're on the mend and you're back Thank to you. singing, um, which is a very good thing. Um, but so I, I, I wanted to ask you because you do have Mutter on Volume One, yeah. and then you just released like a month ago, um, your collab with Narak um, yeah. covering Mutter. So obviously, this is a song that really resonates with you that you must really love um is there a story attached to that or it's just something that (sighs) musically turns you on or i
1: whenever i cover a song i never cover a song with the original meaning of the song from what the band created i always add my own meaning so Mm -hmm. i added this meaning to the track and part of the reason i think for not adding vocals on volume one for it was because i wanted it to be i wanted um I wanted Mum to see that there was a track there called 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 Mum, basically, right.
0: you know, and not to have the meaning of what Rammstein has right. as it, right? Um. That, that, that's not something you want to share with your mother <laughs> if you no, like her anyway. So yeah, not 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 really exactly. Um, <laughs> and, and it's I a think, very different you know, song without the lyrics too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 a much yeah. more tender thing. Um. So okay, yeah. okay. So the, think, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. What what is the meaning that you imbue it with? Like where was where, it? I,
1: I, I just I just wanted to say thank you to Mum for everything. You know, that's basically how I how I how I interpret it. And I think if you don't add lyrics if it's just the if it's just a vocal vocal melody and just yeah, definitely don't add yeah. the lyrics. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, there's also,
0: really no way to, to yeah. twist that to me. <laughs> no, no, exactly.
1: Okay, uh, and right. I, I think I just wanted it to be, mum mum's all about melody. Mum loves to have a melody. So I think we wanted to make it as, as melodic as we possibly could so Mum could listen to it at least you she might not like it. No, and, you really but did she could listen to it, you know.
0: So did she? Did she like it? How did she feel about yeah. it? Yeah,
1: she's listened to Volume One and she has. She she I I I think I I think she's liked it. I think she's liked it. You know, definitely. <laughs> okay,
0: so hard to read, but we're gonna go with yes. If she didn't say she didn't like it, then she loved it. Let's go with
1: it. <laughs> Let's go with that. That.
0: No, Absolutely it good. it really I I love that beca- and what you said about the song and the, and the covers in general it it fits very well with what I know of you cuz again when I when I prep for the show I listen to everybody's you know complete catalog and I'm you know diving in deep and and wow. you know and and I um I've been steeped in death pigeon if that's a phrase that that one can use for for the week you know and it's it's great because um When I was interviewing Dion Powderband, we were talking about how nobody really listens to albums anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, people listen to singles. You know, they'll they'll hear something that is just completely out of context. It's a standalone thing. And um, you lose something that way. You know, and I really haven't been able to sit down and just listen to an album straight through until now, like since college. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a year or two. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's, I really loved being able to do that with this because volume one, I felt like was a great introduction, which is really right what volume one of anything is going to be to the band. And so, you know, getting into volume two. OK, the rewiring of humanity. And I'm going, OK, you know, just,
1: just before you do. Sorry, Christine. Tell me. Where,
0: sorry, tell me where just two
1: seconds. I just wanted to go back to the cover with Nirok.
0: Yes. Just oh, absolutely. For, just yeah.
1: slightly. Just 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 for a second. Take um, as
0: long as you want. Nirok is a is a buddy of this show and the band. So we're, we're, we're always good to talk about Nirok and their gigantic mug. We'll get to yeah. that later. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just, I, I didn't want them to feel as if we were, I, I as moved I on. No, I'm glad them. my exactly. ADHD, I'll go right past it. I'll talk myself out of my own questions. So thank you for catching
1: me. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. Sorry. I, I hope you don't think I was being rude. No, um,
0: I love it. Go for it. So the, and, the the collab.
1: Yeah. So Vile hit me up um, a little while ago and asked if if, if, if if he could put, if he could put uh, lyrics to it. And I was like, oh, I'm not really in a, in a good place right now. Can we not? And then he hit me up a little while later and said, can we please? And I was like, yeah, okay, carry on. And uh, ever since I heard I heard that band and I, I, I heard the music, the vocal yeah. melodies and, and yeah. the vocals, I had just been enchanted with, with with their voice. Same, same. And to think that they'd actually want to collab with us and then to, to do that was, was, was spectacular. And... It, it may be looked at as just as a cover, but it's 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 superb, absolutely absolutely superb. And you know, I just thank them for wanting to. Oh,
0: absolutely! It's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. You know, and 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 the way that you two bands came together on it, um, you know, where it's distinctly each of you, but it's not, yeah. it's not a clash. It's not a competition. It's just this blend of you know these ethereal gorgeous vocals and then the instruments it i yeah i mean i i was so excited when i saw that there was a collab coming between the two of you and then when i heard oh, what it was going to be i was like okay this has got to be good and it really it was even better than i thought it would be because you guys brought it <laughs> you completely <laughs> awesome. you really did all of you you completely brought that and i i um I when we talked to narok um last week, um we talked about it a little bit and uh, but it's good because I got a different element of the story um of how it came to be, but uh, I'm glad you came back to that. We got to give big ups to narok so um so yeah, so as I was saying though, um with with volume two, okay, and that that was out um uh very recently, February. Right? February the 10th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's just so much to say. So I, I, I all good, <laughs> but I, um, I sat down with it and I'm going, okay, you know, I I'm wondering how much it's going to be like volume one. And, and, um, and then I saw it was based on a story. Um, yeah. And then I saw it was based on a story by someone who just happened to have the same name that you do. <laughs> I thought, well, okay, this is, this is, I don't know how I missed that in, in all of our dealings back and forth before that. But so I went on Amazon UK, I bought the story, um, and I read it and I, first of all, guys, okay, everybody watching, seriously, um, the rewiring of humanity, it was very easy to get on Kindle. Okay. It's very fairly priced. Um, but you're going to want to get it not only because I just found it a genuinely good story on its own, but it, I listened to the album the first time before I had read the story, which I'm actually really glad that I did. And then I went back and I listened to it again with the story. And it is, it's sort of like putting on 3d glasses in the movie theater, <laughs> you know, where you're enjoying the thing as it is. And then, you know, the story and the, the whole dimensions of it just pop in a completely different way so I want to I have a billion questions they're all (laughs) crowding into my head but I'll start with a simple one the story I'm assuming came first yes okay Okay. so how did you get the idea for the story and how much of it can we talk about because obviously we don't want any spoilers but uh you know I have questions I will ask if you're okay with talking about it a little bit and then there I won't if you don't want me to so
1: I'm if I'm talking about anything. Uh, the only thing I would say is probably, oh, no,
0: do you know what? I'm. I'm not talking the about ending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. I mean, maybe,
0: yeah. maybe not. I don't know. No, we save. No, no, absolutely. we save the ending. The ending. The ending. You <laughs> cannot ruin that ending. So you guys got to go read it just for the ending because we're not going to tell you what it is. So, but okay. So how did that? How did that story? Because you're such a nice, sweet pigeon, and this story is really intense so yeah. what side of jd did we get there where did the where did the genesis of that
1: start i think well firstly thank you for buying it I, I didn't oh know you're welcome the, my pleasure well, no I'm, I'm so glad i did you before, thank you thank you very much <laughs> no uh, thank you for reading it. um i you got the side of me that i hide from everybody you got mm. the the non-public persona you got me that's that's me
0: that's gotcha. the you know um
1: socially unacceptable side <laughs> probably.
0: Well the, um, the less the less socially palatable side maybe. <laughs> it's better it. better it's better it. Better it's better. it but but no yeah okay okay so I, this is this is really this is this is a, a, a deep peek into the psyche then that's what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah I, 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 yeah absolutely I think the the thing with putting together something like this is you've got to, I, I, I don't even know if I did it right, to be honest, but I think, I think you did. <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. Uh, you. You've got to put a bit of yourself into it, I think. And Absolutely. I think I could, as much as I put on a, a brave face, and I smile and everything else, it's always be, it's basically, isn't it? It's always the people like we saw with Robin Williams, rest yeah. in peace. It was the people that smile, and it's always the people that are really happy are the ones that are mostly, um, you know, troubled in some way and I think struggling
0: yeah
1: yeah and I think putting together this I just wanted it to be something that I wouldn't have to hide I didn't want it to be sort of a smile on the outside but yet somebody screaming on the inside
0: yeah I wanted it
1: just to be if people think it's grotesque then it's grotesque if people think it's beautiful it's beautiful if whatever they think it is I'm sure it is Mm. um I've always been a fan of horror films I've always been a fan of sci-fi. I love the idea of robots killing humanity, yeah. and I think yeah, yeah, and I think you know bring you know I, I I think the imagination of James Cameron where he came from with the Terminator with the book from the Soldier and oh, yeah. with Alien yeah. and with yes. all of. Even Traumaville, I love Traumaville from a horror perspective. Oh, I
0: don't, I don't know that one. Okay, I'll have to. I, I and, always keep mental notes when I do these interviews of songs I have to listen to and bands I need to get to know, and now movies I need to watch. So okay, Traumaville. Traumaville,
1: I, I believe, I, I believe they uh, they Canadian uh, Canadian Picture House, and they deal. Uh, they've been gone, I think since the late sixties, early seventies. Oh, wow. I think. Okay. And they do sort of grotesque body horror, sort of, but in I'm not, I'm not going to say, in, in, in more of a sort of lighthearted way. Okay. <laughs> they were As you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> and they were responsible for Toxic Avenger and and so many great stories
0: oh, over the years. that makes sense. Okay. That makes I I, I guess we should back up a little bit because um, while I do want everybody to go read it, I think um, to get the full picture of the album as we're, as we're discussing it, um, just very briefly. Um, so the, the story is called the rewiring of humanity, just like the album and the song titles are the chapter titles. So you can, and should, I think I would say, listen and read together, um, because there's a whole motif there. You don't want to miss out on it. But, um, and again, it's, I want you to understand the fact that I enjoy your music as much as I do and that I enjoyed your story as much as I do. I would not call myself vanilla by any means, but I am definitely not someone who's gonna go for a gore kind of thing, or a, yeah. a, a, like a black metal, death metal kind of thing at first. You know, like I will get there, but that's not my wheelhouse. That's not what I'm familiar with. That's not my comfort zone musically, or, or or you know, cinematically, or, or um, in terms of literature, but. I really enjoyed it so much. I really did. Um, And I'm not going to talk about the end, but I got to the end and I was like, oh, my God. So the story is set. um, It's kind of a steampunk, right, would you say? Um, Correct. And, um, you know, it's set in this city, um, you know, very post-apocalyptic kind of landscape. um, Bodies piling up everywhere. Um, You know, you've got this, um, you know, um, everything is very sort of generically um laid out because i think you know humanity has sort of died off at this point if not yeah. literally and in, in a lot of cases it has but also just sort of figuratively that there isn't that heart attached to it anymore so you've got the mechanized allegiance um which is a gang right okay but it's sort of like a almost seems like an urban legend you've yeah. got these um these people who will basically they're grave robbers right they go they bring the bodies they dump them in the pile and they take whatever they want and i loved the name, the, the body scratchers, you know, cause it's just, it's so um, visceral, you know and you really see that. And then there's this group called the watchers. Okay, now the watchers, aptly named, watch these atrocities as they're occurring, you know, kidnappings and murders and, and all kinds of crime, which is just going completely unabated cause there's really nobody uh, driving the bus anymore. Yeah. And they're recording these things and then all of a sudden August 15th comes they just disappear. They're gone. Yeah. Okay? We don't know where they went. Um and the story comes from the, the pages of a journal of one of the watchers that was discovered. So you framed it really nicely like I'm already sucked in, right? Cuz it's like, well holy shit, this city sounds so interesting <laughs> and dark and miserable, but there's still a body there. You know, the watchers are kind of the conscience of the yeah. society at this point. You know, even though they're not an active they're not saving anybody, they're not, but they're just yeah. recording things. You know, it's an archive of life as it is on this, you know, in this, in this place. And so I don't want to talk and talk and talk and talk, which I've already done, but you can tell I really love this story. So <laughs> did the characters come to you first? Um, you know, was it more the plot? Was it, you know, how did you? I mean, I don't know how much you write in general. Um, I'm guessing based on the story and how good it is, like a fair bit, but How did the story come to you?
1: Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. uh, This was the first thing I I wrote. It was a 300-page book, and I got it down to 40 pages. So there was a lot of it that didn't need to be in there.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, Wait, um, this started as a 300-page book? And you distilled it to less than a sixth of its length. That's, um, and it works. That's impressive. Oh my goodness. Okay. There was a lot of
1: description that didn't need to be in there. Like for argument's sake, I will think of things from a granular level based on, well, I I used to be in it. So I used to sort of taking stuff into down to a granular level, looking at it and then thinking, well, what if this happens, that happens. So give you an example of the book. It would be something like if somebody would, um, when the bodies were being snatched, I would go into the description of the mud and the different colors of the mud and the gotcha. insects inside the mud. Okay. And it didn't stop. Okay. So there was well, a lot... You know re- what,
0: though? <laughs> uh, th- 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 you That's- may have to release that separately. You know, there are a lot of... I mean, look, Tolkien... Had a whole book <laughs> that was just basically like this person begat that person begat the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, if, if you can, I, I, there are definitely, there, there are readers who would absolutely eat up that level of detail. But I, I understand what you're saying that, you know, you got to the, pardon the expression given the subject of the story, but you got to the meat of it, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, by editing it down. So, okay. So, th- how long did that take you to write then if it started as 300 pages?
1: So I started it in 2013 um, <sighs> because I want to. What did I want to turn my hand as much as I possibly can in life? And I thought writing has always been something that I've really struggled with. Um, mm-hmm. English is something that I really haven't got that much of a good grasp on, and I think I struggle a lot with um, sort of reading and i struggle a lot with sort of getting things in a particular order i'm mm. always sort of rejumbling things about and not happy with the finished outcome mm. so when i started writing this i wanted to sort of just I, I i guess sort of pay homage homage to sort of like lovecraft and yeah um, yeah 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 stephen king and uh, um edgar Allan poe james cameron for terminator and do you know what i mean and, and just I, sort and of, as,
0: as you're as you're listing these i'm i'm Images from the from the story are flashing in my head. So you absolutely did you did do that, but yeah, oh, I, I totally know what you mean. Okay. And
1: when I started writing it, I, I I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. I could not finish the book, and it drove me insane. And oh, I, I I probably came up with I, I don't know how many endings. Maybe I'll publish them with all the different endings. I I, I don't know. Um, That's cool too. There were endings. I'll go into the ones that isn't the ending of the actual of the actual story, but it was ones where we had an happily ever a- happily ever after sort of ending oh, okay. which didn't fit the narrative and then we now, had
0: now i like what we you had- did yeah <laughs> i know i really it i kind of feel like it had to end that way and yeah. it's so powerful And it's it's not the ending that you necessarily want But it's the ending no. the story deserves I guess if we're going to yeah. You know, if we're going to yeah. talk about like it in a Batman kind of way
1: I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. and, and I think more than anything It's it's not everything has to end in a happy ending That really, right. I think that really annoys me with films It's like, oh god, everything's been blown up And yeah, at the end they all get married And everything works I'm like, right, what? Yeah. Oh, What happened well,
0: to These corpses would make a lovely centerpiece for our wedding Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't like have Jesus you
1: don't necklace, have
0: Well, and I mean, I, and I guess what you were saying, you know, and I want to get more into to to how the story came about to you, but I guess what you were saying is if based on what you were saying, rather, if this is a reflection of the facets of yourself that you don't usually share to most mm. people, right? It yeah. would almost be a betrayal of yourself to just wrap it up with a bow and make a happy ending yeah. um yeah. and i i think the fact that you're putting something out there not only as a story but then as an album as well that's so personal and so raw like that is really brave because i mean oh, we talk about mental health a lot on this show and um and i talk about it a lot in general because it's everything right if you don't have <laughs> if you don't have mental health in order you Good luck with pretty much everything else, right? So, but I mean, I, I think that that's tremendous that you you were true to the story that you started all the way through and through to the end. Um, and really guys, I'm serious. If we have not gotten you... Um, interested aroused you know whatever about this story by now what is wrong with you you need to <laughs> maybe just go and get it and read it and then come back and finish watching this but um so so you 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 knew the influences you wanted King and yeah. Cameron and Lovecraft and and Poe So then how did it really start to coalesce into what you ended up those 40 pages that you ended up pulling out that that are the story like how'd
1: you get the? So- idea? So when I I think what I did originally was think of a world, and then try and created a couple of key characters. The Watchers weren't in it originally. Oh, they okay. They were some because the Watchers are essentially the band. Um, oh. when we're on stage, we're going to be taking the form of them.
0: Oh, so okay. So wait, so of- you're wait, so you're going to do these as a as a. Almost like a, and I, I don't mean to to, to denigrate it by saying this, but no, almost no, like a no, Rocky no, no, Horror no Picture Show kind of thing, where it's like you're in character and you're actually, it, yes. am I understanding that when you perform? Yeah, it, absolutely. You're, oh, wow. Yeah,
1: because I think the way that I see it, which I don't know, might, might be funny, might not be, I don't know. But like in the story where the watcher is telling the story, we're the band playing to you, but telling we're the telling story. the story yeah. to you. So okay. it sort of, it connects on some oh, that's kind of cool. sort of level. That's um, very
0: cool. How meta. I love that. That's great. <laughs> okay. No, that's great. Okay. So, okay. So the watchers weren't in it originally. So they okay. weren't in
1: it originally. So I came up with, I think it was um, the mechanized legions were in there and there was one other character, just the, the, the specimen basically was in there. Oh, and, okay. um, and No, no doctor, vol-
0: no, nothing.
1: None of that. None of okay. that. No, none of that. It was, the original was the specimen would operate on themselves.
0: Ooh, that's also cool. Okay, trickier. So, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, cool. um, yeah, Oh, and and I, maybe anyway, we should so. pause here and just kind of get to a, li- a little bit of that element of the plot that that the, the rewiring of humanity. Um, and you know, uh, um, I don't want to be telling your story for you, but again, as a, as a fan oh, yeah. of it, I just I'm, I'm I'm sort of you know babbling away here, but you know, the idea being that there's this, um, you know, what is it, track four? Um, you know, there's this human meat market, right? That you know, literally these prisoners who've been starved down um, to acceptable sizes and levels are just auctioned off um, under a a fair amount of duress, (laughs) um, you know, to these rich people. And that there's this doctor who is buying, you know, prisoners and Mm. trying to fuse them into, I don't know if it's 50-50, 50-50, based on the descriptions, I would say it's more machine than human, but, and it's yeah. really vivid and it's really graphic and it's really gory, but it doesn't feel gratuitous to me. Um, no, Because no, no, no. what I noticed was the way that you wrote, especially the sections, um, you know, in the castle, you empathize, or at least I did so much with that, yeah character, the specimen, you know, just this person, um, you know, who was taken out of their ordinary life and, you know, imprisoned and starved and, um, sold. And then this maniac, you know, drags them off to a castle and basically just eviscerates them and then rebuilds them into something. And, and it, it, I really felt more than, uh, or shock or, or disgust or anything like that just sadness, you know, um, just sadness and this heaviness of just, it's brutal, you know, and 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 the doctor is just completely psychopathic. There's no care. There's no, it's not even like a deranged, you know, bedside manner where it's like, oh, hey, you know, you're jabbing IVs in just to get the thing to, to come back to life in it. And, oh my God, JD, like it, it really, it put me in the story, you know, and, and then, and again, I, you know, I know this isn't a, a, a literature <laughs> show, so I don't want people to forget that we're talking about an album here too, but they are so of a piece, you know, and to be listening to, you know, so in, 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 in the, the part where, you know, the doctor has, has his, um you know, um, just desserts and so to say, and then, you know, they're, 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 you know, the watcher and the specimen together and that sadness into madness. And it just, Oh, you know, it, 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 it it's such a smart thing to take two things that would work so well alone and then put them together. And I, you really did what I think you set out to do here, um, because oh, sure. I just I'm not a fan of the genres. I'm not a f- like I'm not that I don't like them. but I just don't read them, you know, because I'm, I'm little. Yeah, ever yeah. since I had kids. I, I kind of I used to love horror movies, slasher movie, like gore. whatever. since I had kids, I can't anymore. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of yeah, ruined absolutely. my brain that way. <laughs> but i really liked it so i when 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 people are you know people can go and just listen to to volume 2 and really really enjoy it for what it is as i did the first time through but man i got to tell you reading the story and listening whole of the level like highly recommend so I, so yeah, it, 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 it 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 really um so you 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 had this idea you you knew where you wanted to go with it and then you Edited it down. How did you pick? And then when did the watchers come in? And like so, you know, how did it how did it get to be what, what's published now?
1: <clears throat> the story didn't work. Once you once you boiled it down, I knew the album was ten tracks. It couldn't be anything less because if mm. it was nine, I, I wouldn't put it out. It had to be an even number and it had to be a double a double even number. I
0: appreciate
1: um, <laughs> in order for that to come out. Yeah, I couldn't do eight. No, I can't do eight because you know, add another two of those ten. 10's a happier number, it's
0: our own number, great, lovely um, When well, <laughs> I like that it was a math based decision <laughs> I'm just thinking of that show Monk where everything has to be in 10, oh, if you've never watched it you would, Monk. you love yes. that show, yeah me too Oh yeah. <laughs> so Monk would approve too. no 9 yeah, yeah. tracks, no 11 tracks, it's 10 tracks right. we'd have to take yeah. one out or just exactly. put something in twice or whatever <laughs> to get it to 10, <laughs> but okay so you knew it, it wasn't it's, it wasn't working as a story as it was no no okay.
1: not not at all not at all it was it was more of a, a, a I, I don't know um so i thought well if there's 10 tracks how are we going to make 10 tracks for a 300 page book mm. so then i thought well why don't we do a track a chapter and why don't we sort Smart. of try and and try and sort of line it up as best as we can i don't yeah. know so i just kind of just I, this is a great thing about being an indie artist right you can just wing it yeah. you know Exactly. You can just kind of be like there's the no publisher going oh, to that. that's don't right do that.
0: exactly you, know? you
1: were under your own steam yeah so i just kind of thought well if i do it and nobody and nobody likes it okay i tried Right. You know? and then you do something so, else <laughs>
0: right exactly exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. exactly. so yeah. i thought well i took i took the main essence of the book and then i added the watcher um, because i thought well what we're going to do on stage i'm not mm. going to dress up as a doctor I'm not gonna be able to afford to get props and you know, hack up a person. No. <laughs> you know, you know I mean?
0: That would probably the venue would probably frown on that sort of thing. I mean, so, I mean, it hey, ribs in Richard the back, agenda. guys. You know? hungry? <laughs> <laughs> what kind Mikey of you. meat is this, Joe? <laughs> yeah, no, we, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the hacking out of out of the out of the show. So good call on that one. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought
0: so that's how it okay.
1: And then kind of thought, well, if I put in I, I didn't want to create stories for four characters or five characters being the mm. the band is going to be a five, four or five piece band. Right. So I thought, well, why didn't I just do it from the perspective of one and then just say that the other watchers have sort of, I don't know, bug it off for a bit yeah.
0: and yeah. then yeah, yeah.
1: this one guy is just relentless he doesn't stop he's always going he's 100 percent committed to everything and mm-hmm. he's just documented 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 documenting because that's his life because they he, he doesn't exist outside of
0: exactly in his journal right well so and, and, I and thought, it's, well, it's i love that too because not to interrupt you but when you said that it made me think of how there are a lot of i think people who will record things that are especially dehumanizing and horrific, you know, war, um, murders, you know, all this other stuff. And it's almost like watching it through a lens of a sort, whether it's a literal one with a camera or it's a figurative one of just, oh, you know, I'm taking notes. It gives you distance Mm -hmm. and a little safety where you don't go mad from the thing that you're two feet away from. Because, I mean, you know, when you guys read the story, you'll see like the shit that this guy is watching is (laughs) Holy crap! Like it, it is the fact that he's upright by the end of it. Um, you know, you know, just any any sentence really by the end of it. Um, you know, is astounding. So I I, I love that too. That you know, you this is why he's this is why he exists without observing, without watching, without archiving this. He yeah. he, there is no him anymore. I love no. that 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 absolutely read in the story. So I'm sorry. So go ahead. So you were saying so that was you. You knew that was going to be the band.
1: Yeah, so that, that would be the band. And then I thought that would give us a bit of a stage presence. So I sort of yeah. had a chat with Neil and said, what do you reckon of this? And he was like, yeah, I, I like that. He said, so let, let's let's continue down that route. So once I knew that that's where we were headed, then I could just get rid of everything else that wasn't necessary from the book, which was practically the book. And then, <laughs> and then come back. And then I thought, well, if I had a doctor that operates on the specimen, but the original specimen was a female so yes
0: there is one part where it says something like she or her and then after that it's just them they it you know and I love that because it just gives you a little glimpse of the humanity right before it's taken away so yeah
1: because what I thought and this is you know I got so tied up in my own head which is is normal but (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to ever come across as if I'm
0: being nasty to Anybody misogynistic or right, yeah, absolutely. No, no and it does not read so, that way at all. Not at all. Perfect. No, so not at my, all. My a
1: lot of my inspiration came from Cradle of Filth's album Cruelty and the Beast, where Ingrid Pitt, the actress, the horror act horror actress, I think, um, oh, was yeah. doing a lot of dialogue on a couple of songs. This is being so bell.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: What if we get a female and at the time the specimen was female,
0: mm-hmm. what if we
1: get a female to sort of tie sort of everything together and read a couple of lines here and there but then i thought hang on what if people then say oh hang on this is a man that's sort of going against women and i thought no i can't do that so i made it a man and then i thought well hang on what if now people are thinking well hang on he's a class of homosexuals going after men oh,
0: so i thought God. right
1: okay let's not do that as well so you thought I about thought, well,
0: this <laughs> a lot okay
1: <laughs> So then I thought, i'm starting well, to if- see why
0: you're so good at writing horror because you are unfortunately, hyper aware of all of the ways that people can be terrible in how they perceive and react. To things. <laughs> that's like sort of the the, well, the that's the main I, horror genre that we all exist in, right? So I, so you I, wanted I to keep it vague, okay? I, I absolutely
1: because I never honest to God, I never want anybody to think that I'm being nasty towards them no. or I'm being nasty towards a, or a minority or whatever ever
0: absolutely.
1: So, so I thought, well, I'll make them a them. And then it can be anybody. So if right. you're listening and you're female, then great. If you're listening and you're non-binary, great. If you're listening and you're male, great. Exactly. Whichever angle you're you listening You can Rorschach
0: from, whatever the hell you want onto it. Exactly. And yeah. Exactly. No, I think and it's therefore, very
1: smart. I'm not saying, oh, FYI, go out and, you know, mutilate people. Not at all.
0: Yes, I didn't think that it's... was the takeaway from it. <laughs> from... Yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Good, thank God for that. So you know, <laughs> no, I so wouldn't I thought, well, this interview with you if I thought that was your <laughs> aesthetic in life. You know, it's yeah, hey kids, go out and mutilate people. Oh, also no. buy my t-shirts. Yeah, no, I, I didn't oh, it didn't No, oh. it, it, because it because it is not a glorification of violence at all. No. It is no. it is a it is a it's a denouncement of it because it's inhuman, you know, and you yes. make that very clear. And I felt that viscerally. As Thank the reader. You. So Thank yeah, you. no, no. Thank there you, was you you don't you don't need to worry about that in the slightest bit. So okay, and so think,
1: yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I, sorry, I think I you you mentioned something a little while ago that it wasn't overly gory. I think you said it wasn't overly um
0: Yeah, it wasn't gratuitous, um, it wasn't gratuitous. yeah, it didn't yes. feel unnecessary to me. Good, now.
1: good. I'm really glad because who was it? I want to say it was Stephen King. Was it Stephen King? No, it wasn't. Who, who wrote The Rats? Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a book out there called The Rats. And it's a, it was, I, I, in my head it says James Herbert. It's not James Herbert. Um, and So we know it's um, not
0: Stephen King and not James Herbert, but it could be Stephen literally Stephen anyone else. <laughs> it could have been not, me for
1: all I know. Who? It's not uh, Stephen King. It's not, uh, um, excuse me, do, I'm sorry, i have to Google it. I'm really sorry. Jim, no, no, Jim, I'm Jim, I'm, Jim. I'm that
0: way too. If you need to look it up, I totally understand. And wh- while while really you sorry. do that, what I will say is, um, what I'm hearing from you is that the story was the genesis of the album, but the album mm. helped you finish and organize the story, the story which is yeah. really friggin' cool. Like, I mean, and it it's smart too because, and I'm 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 you know i'm i'm sort of going through all these things that you're telling me now and and revisiting just you know listening to the to the album a couple times and and reading the story and it um what you did worked because the songs and the chapters dovetail beautifully so if the goal there was to cut down the book into a story that reflected the songs that represented the chapters you yeah. got it. Um, it really does. And, and, and I mean, um, what we can also do <laughs> while you're looking that up, um, is we can, we can play, um, you know, the, the, the video, um, for food will stretch the flesh. Um, because I think that will also give people, um, as we're talking about it, a little bit of a frame, but, um, why don't we get to that? And then we can come back and, talk about the you know finish sort of the idea there um of what we were discussing. So let's roll food will stretch the flesh by Death Pigeon Ooh.
1: To the stretch the flesh To the stretch the flesh To the stretch of flesh, flesh. Presented starved without no the Hell fucked on me Excalory Cue the passing Mechanized out Built with hate Flame of conflict To stretch the flesh Open gate, one, four, three, two, five Open gate, one, four, three, two, five
0: Man, that song, <laughs> like, <laughs> especially knowing from the story what "Food Will Stretch the Flesh" is really about. I mean, it's not impossible to figure out from the title itself. But man, oh man, um, it's just and 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 that one I think um is particularly very industrial, you know. And and I might yeah. be using the word wrong, but I what I love is that you and as and we'll come back to the, to the wrapping of how you got into the story in a second. But what I love is that the songs the 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 elements of them the musicality of them it all reflects the lyrics and the story really mm-hmm. well so you know mm-hmm. it is it's when the subject of the song and the chapter of the book that it that it goes with are more about machine you have more of that hard edge the metal you know the narration you know the even the way that the vocals are done changes, you know, it's this almost, you know, more narrative kind of thing and even the tone of voice and everything. So, um, I, I know everybody enjoyed that, but really seriously, I keep saying it because it's true. You, you have to, for me, okay. (laughs) If nothing else, you guys have to go, you have to, you have to get the story. You have to read it because you're going to love the album so much more when you do that. Um, but so just to wrap up the, um, the journey <laughs> that we've taken on getting this so so you' you you know at this point you know you've you've narrowed it down, your album has mm-hmm. kind of dictated what parts of the book were going to become the story. Mm-hmm. How did the final elements of it come together where you said these are my 40 pages, this is the story oh, this lines up.
1: you know I honestly I've never drunk so much in my life than putting this together. honest to God, you know because you, you write something like this you don't think you've got to revisit every single day Mm -hmm. to take lyrics from it. And Mm -hmm. even though it's not that gory, it's not that hard. When you revisit it every day for six months, it starts to take a toll. So when I was putting it all together and coming up with lyrics, I didn't want to add too many lyrics into the song and take away from the book, Mm
0: -hmm. but I didn't
1: want to add in not enough lyrics. So it didn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I don't really know. I tried to go fifty fifty with it. But when I when I was putting the finishing touches to the short story and to the and to just the 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 whole thing, um while Neil was then working on the production of the songs, because I'd like to talk about that as well, if I may. Absolutely. At, at some point.
0: Yeah, um, no, we gotta bring Neil into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: And when I was putting the story together, the doctor didn't exist. I had to create the doctor, had to then create a lot of other things Mm. to work with it. Um but I think it came together quite well. I still don't know if what I did is right, if I should have put more lyrics in it, less I I don't know. But I think I think it tells a brief synopsis. So if you listen to it as a standalone, you can come up with either your own idea about it, it might be about weight loss, it might
0: be about whatever, you know. (laughs) But if you if you know pretty extreme it. way for for, for weight loss to happen but, yeah, and yeah i do not recommend vox and guest does not endorse this method of weight loss neither does death pigeon but it just oh my goodness yeah but no but i see what you're saying like it's it's enough of a you give people enough of a frame that they have something to go by but it's not so specific to the story Absolutely. that they can't
1: I, I worried about it i worried about it so much because i thought mm-hmm. to myself well what if I don't do it right, or if I what? I, oh, this is the difficult thing, isn't it? It's what you perceive to mm. be right, mm. and I don't have any formal musical training other than my ear and what I play through covers, you know, mm-hmm. and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. From what I mm-hmm. love, and mm-hmm. so you just kind of just again, a great thing about being indie, right? You just
0: wing it, <laughs> you know. But, but and, I mean, and, do you do you really understand though how cool what you've done is? Because it's, it's first of all, not everybody can write fiction. Um, and then not everybody who writes fiction can write it well and have the story be interesting, which you've definitely done. Like, definitely done. Seriously, guys, go read this story. Um, I, I don't get any royalties from it. <laughs> I just really like the story. And then you've got this album. And I mean, you know, the, the one of the things I noticed about you know volume 2 versus volume 1 is that as i said before there is a through line musically you know you've got your orchestral elements you've got all the mm-hmm. atmosphere you know e- even going from covers to originals you know it it's it, it the set works well together you know it because you didn't have to name this volume 2 this could have just been the rewiring of humanity it could have just been something that had absolutely nothing to do with the first but by naming it that you've tied them together in a way and yeah. and i think It makes a lot of sense too, because if this story is steeped in your psychology and who you are, like who you really are, then having an album that introduces us to you musically based on influences that you've had and kind of homages that you're doing, it sets us up beautifully to move into these originals here. And so, I mean, you know, for those of you who've listened, you already know, um, but the album starts off, you know, again, very... There's a real horror feel right off the bat. I mean, it's it's clear what we're in for. Um, you know, and, and later on I want to ask you about the visuals, you know, because if you go on Spotify and you're looking, there's all this, you know, holy crap, you know. I mean, it, when you're watching it, it is definitely don't watch it with the kids around, folks. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, it it's and and even the first song, you know, um it's called the nightmare begins, but like it ends on this very almost sci-fi note. Yeah. You know, there's a re- and I was like, okay, and that works great because you know we've got machines in here. This it's and that's what I mean. Like your your music and what you've done, everything is so the integrity of the whole thing and the the cohesiveness of it, the elements musically, the way they work with the story, the way they work with the overarching theme. Like, it, I don't think you really grasp what you've put together here. And I don't think you grasp that most people can't distill a 300 page story into a 40 page, I mean 300 page novel rather into a 40 page story based on a 10 album, ten song album <laughs> that they've yeah, also yeah. written by the way. I mean, I think you you need to give yourself more credit for this instead of just thinking, oh, I don't know if I did it right. You, you kind of, not that you've invented this exactly I mean I know that there are other things where there are music and 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 stories or movies Mm -hmm. that go together but like it's really good JD like it really is and again and and we talked about this earlier I think off camera but I mean you know as someone who doesn't dabble in these worlds a lot for me to be as fucking jazzed about it as I am clearly like you've done a lot right you know and and I think you you need to let go of this idea and 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 you can't you know as whether it's as, as a as a musician or a, a fine artist or a writer or whatever as a, as a a creator you can't control how people receive or perceive no. what you do once it's out there no. right i mean like that that no, that so you haven't failed in anything because it's interpretable that's art right so
1: yeah yeah thank you yeah, yeah. no absolutely and if, if i had failed I, I quite like failure to be honest i think to be honest Learn you know because it. absolutely it guides you yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. Because it doesn't mean this is the end. It just means that well that's not right. You know? So if I had failed if we'd come out and if nobody liked it and you know whatever then it would have been a case of well we don't give up for the next hour but we do something a bit different. That's right. You know. That's right. Um, but no thank you for your kind words. You you know I, I I don't give myself credit enough because I I don't know.
0: I your brain I don't know. <laughs> It's your brain. My brain does the same thing. So I totally get it. Greg is always yelling at me like, don't you realize this thing? And I'm like, no, no, because it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to be or it wasn't exactly the way. So I I hear you. That's part of the mental health thing too, right? Is that it's, it's, you can always find fault with anything, right? But I'm, I am your, I'm your ballast JD, because if you're, (laughs) if you're ever thinking whatever you got to, you just either pull this up (laughs) And rewatch it or just call me and I'll be like, dude, it was so good, but no, but I mean, Mm -hmm. so, so I do want to focus more on the music and I do want to get back to talking about Neil and the mixing and the mastery because Mm -hmm. the production on the album is spectacular. Like it's really, it it does feel like a movie soundtrack to me. It really does. But like in the best way, because it's, it's setting all these moods and it's taking you through this journey. And I mean, it, um, so, so. and it's a little bit of a different answer. I think it's going to be from when I ask other musicians this question, but starting from when you've got the idea. Okay. And I know that you, you sort of went back and forth between the music, the story, the lyrics, the production, whatever, but at what point does Neil kind of come into your brain (laughs) and say, okay, you know, we've got JD's story. We've got JD's words, you know, Neil enters the chat. And then Neil, how much of that is, I mean, obviously the, the guitar, um, is he iterating that? Do you have a sense for what you wanted him to do musically? Or at that point, is it, is it really a collaboration there when you're when you're putting the song together and, uh, and getting it down?
1: The whole of Death Pigeon I always refer to as a 50-50 because that's exactly what it is. We both come at this with entirely different skills. Like, when it comes to production, I can record myself. I've got all the kit here to record myself. Yeah. I've got my instruments behind me, everything, no problem. Um, that's about me for production. You know, I, I can't mix. I can't produce. I can't do anything like that. I do my basics, and I, I learn. I've I got my cue-based my manual here. Mm. I I've got I'm always learning, but it takes me a long time to learn. You know, and that's kids. a whole
0: other skill set too. Uh, I mean a whole
1: absolutely. Th- yeah. I mean, you know, from what he's doing, it's taking twenty odd years. You know, it, there there's a bit of a, a slight age gap between us. He's not gonna mind me saying he spent 30 odd years in the music industry, you know. Mm. So he, this is something he's honed over decades. Yeah, whereas absolutely. I've just sort of you know, waddled in and kind of gone, Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> got Ooh, a story, write
0: cool. some yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so, you do a little more than that, but okay, I got your point. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that
1: it's so, yes. it, Okay, so it's it definitely 50 50. 100%. 100%. So he left me write the songs and come up with everything how I wanted it to be. So I didn't want songs to be verse, chorus, verse, chorus per se. Mm-hmm. Hunted and Tortured sort of is, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of repetition within the chorus there because nothing actually really rhymes with Hunted and Tortured, and I couldn't really take anything else out of the book to go with that. So I just wanted to reiterate the point yeah, over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um. So when I was writing all this stuff, I have my little MIDI keyboard behind me here as well, and I was putting everything down. The, or- you know, the orchestrations because I'm not classically trained, what weren't perfect. My drum tracking isn't perfect. Neil would then get my tracks, mm. and he would then make it perfect because mm. he he is, you know, orchestrally trained, and he would then you know make everything you know um, better. <laughs> than how I would give it to him. And in oh. fairness to him, he did say he didn't have to do a lot to my tracks. But in listening, which which I'm proud of, yeah. In in listening to them, you know, when it, he's added so much more than I could have ever. I've, I've, I've thought of the depth of the orchestra rather mm. than just adding in a couple of strings. Mm. He would add in six or seven different tracks each in a different scale, you know? Um, so yeah. It's I, very I, I, full.
0: It's very full. That makes a ton of sense to me. That's how we got it to happen. Okay. I mean, our, our least full track in the door was like 78
1: tracks. I mean, Food Will Stretch the Flesh is like 120. Wow. Sadness into Madness is like 140, 150 tracks. Wow. Because there's stuff going on. There's brown noises, brown notes. There's uh, different um, uh, audio frequencies being played that you okay. can't yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't pick up as uh, as such. So, and I just let Neil run away with that because I, I I I can't offer anything in that way. So, how I would give him a track is I would take my MIDI keyboard and I would just I would I would I would plan everything out in Cubase. Mm-hmm. I would take my guitar and I would sort of put down sort of a, a very basic sort of chord progression. I would then grab my bass and I'd put down uh, a sort of bass progression based on the guitar. Mm. Oh, sorry, that, sorry, that's reversed. i put down the bass first and then go back to the guitar. Right. And then I would record the bass, give him a whole finished bass record, um, uh, record with the drums, basic orchestral tracks. Again, right. probably about... 15, 20 tracks in the door, approximately. <laughs> and Jeez. then he would then, you know, fill it out and make mm. it into something that I, I mm. can't comprehend.
0: <laughs> no, it really, it is. It's it's so cinematic, you know, and it, and it, it's, there's, there's so much for the ear to focus on, you know, and, and you can listen, because I, I was noticing from the first time to the second time that I listened through that I was hearing things the second time that I hadn't heard the first time. And I have the feeling the next time I listen to the, to the album, I'm going to hear things that I didn't hear because there is so much, but it's not cacophonous in any way. It's not, you know, it's, it's not, it all works very well together. And what you come away with is just this very rich tapestry, you know, and, and, and it supports the song, you know, and the album, each of them really well. And then when, again, when you put the story together, cause, everybody's now gone out and bought the story right <laughs> um you know and 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 i really i mean one of the things that i love about the album is that you you bring back phrases you bring back riffs you bring back motifs in that way from song to song so you know the nightmare begins you know, as I said, very orchestral, very, um, you know, lots of strings, you know, that horror sci-fi kind of feel. And then you go into Taken From Your Life and the guitar riff is kind of echoing what the strings were doing mm-hmm. in The Nightmare Begins. And so yeah. we're kind of pulled through from that song, you know, and, and again, then when you're when you're in the chapter, and you're, you're reading and you're listening and the build of what's happening there and knowing that, you know, the next thing is going to be food will stretch the flesh and oh my God, you know, um, it, it, it really just, um, I was so impressed by, it. and again, you know, I keep saying as someone who's not versed in, in metal, um, how thoughtful the album is and how layered it is and how accessible it is and how, um really easy to listen to and i don't mean it's not intricate or complex or or Mm. interesting but it wasn't a slog for me it wasn't like oh god you know i I really um, thank you yeah and it really um you know by the time and i would say sadness into madness is one of my favorites that really that song really touched me it really did and 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 i loved it the first time through But after reading the story and knowing where we were and knowing, you know, where the specimen, you know, was at that point and what the watcher had been through with the specimen at that point and knowing what had happened with the doctor and everything else, it just, um, it takes you, you know, it really, um, it's moving, you know, and that's not a feeling (laughs) I expected to feel in a, You know, I I don't know what genre of metal you would consider yourself, um, you know, (laughs) everybody I ask this question of is like, well, I'm like, so, you know, I'm like, I hear elements of black metal, but then I hear some death metal and then I, you know, and it's like, and I'm like, so is it because I know the orchestral pieces kind of put it in Mm -hmm. one and they're like, well, kind, not about yours specifically, but just genres no, no, no. in general. Well, nobody yeah, yeah, can tell yeah. me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and these are metal musicians. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm on the I'm if you here, like Betty Betty Crocker. Like, I don't even know what the hell, like, I'm not going to understand it. But how would you, can you even categorize yourself? Like what genre you are? Oh. Or does that not even really matter, I guess, ultimately. No,
1: I, do you know, because the way my brain works, I love, I love, I love a genre.
0: I know okay. it's not, I
1: know it's, I know it's not cool, but the thing is, how would you describe uncool. to somebody, I want you describe to somebody what, you know, how, so how would you describe sort of, if I was describing like Cradle of the Frogman's sake, how would you describe that without saying, oh, they're extreme metal or something like that? You know, you just kind of go, oh, well there's, you know, it's heavy guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot know, of them heavy. are. <laughs> Try then there's right. growling, you know, you know, I, I don't know, I think with us, I, I I don't know. I always imagine with the, the Comic Sans font and the purple and yellow that I'm just going to annoy everybody anyway, which brings me quite a bit of delight, to be honest. Um,
0: <laughs> as we like to say on this as, show, uh, I call that shit goblin mode when you're just out there fucking with people and you just gone into shit goblin mode. That's your yeah. shit goblin mode. All your merch, that's JD and shit yeah. goblin mode. <laughs> that's what I, you're buying. I just,
1: I, I just really love the idea. Of the gatekeeper's getting really annoyed about it. And uh, it's purple. It's not metal. It's Comic sounds. What are they doing? Uh, like, ha,
0: ha, ha, ha. Um, That's what I, we're doing. I, How metal is that? <laughs> Our entire line of merch is just designed to mess with your head and piss you off. What's more metal than that?
1: <laughs> I, I, I would say at a very broad-ass angle, we're extreme metal. Okay. I would say if I was to delve deeper, then most of my influences are black and death metal. Okay,
0: all right,
1: so I was uh, not far off. <laughs> no, absolutely, Actually, not. I mean, sadness to madness, you know,
0: mm.
1: it's slowed down and it's, you know, well, it's not that slow, but mm. there's a lot of black metal influences in that and a lot of gothic metal influences yes. in that. Frugal stretch of Flesh is a bit more industrial, a little bit more goth metal-based. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sadness, uh, um, sorry, uh, taken from your life, mm. um, that's a little bit more... Um, uh, progressive, progressive technical metal, mm-hmm. you know. So every, every single track pretty much, I think, sits within its own genre of sorts, I think.
0: I, I think. I agree. I mean, as as a listener who doesn't know any of the detail, but just somebody who's experiencing it, I believe that because, you know, I started off the question by saying, you know, you know, being moved and, and, and feeling all this sympathy and empathy is, is not an emotion I expected to feel going into, you know, any kind of a metal album. And it really, um, you know, and it's great because the, it was there without the story, which again, I think is a testament to the music. Um, Mm -hmm. but again, the story just, um, it enriches the music so much and it, it really makes it hit home. But yeah, I mean, you're taking us all over the place. And, and 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 none of the songs while they're all um they're all clearly meant to be on the same album. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm listening to the same thing over and over and over again, which it's it's there are albums where you do, you know, where it's like right. okay, you know, so there's more of this where it's very heavy this and very heavy that. You know, and this is not like that. You know, it it's and I I think it makes so much sense to me now knowing that there really was no chicken or egg, right? With this, between no. the, the the story and the music, mm-hmm. they really informed each other and kind of, yeah. you know, inspired each other and 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 I, that makes so much sense to me because you can't really parse them. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. but but even without that story, you know anybody just sitting there listening to, to volume two is going to go, wow, that was a fucking ride. Like I went, <laughs> I went all the way, you know, and and it works, you know? And I mean, and it, even the fact that at the very end, you know, left to rot, right. We're at the end of this yeah. the story, we're at the end of the album. And you've got like all this synth, and all this yeah. ki- like it, it, it and it's it's a different thing you know and yeah. it and again we're not spoiling the ending because everybody's busy <laughs> reading the story right now um as we speak but you know it it makes so much sense you know it yeah. makes so much sense yeah. that that was something that showed up more prominently at least in the last song because
1: yeah, of yeah. the way that the
0: story does end and so i mean it it just um I don't know how you're going to follow this dude because <laughs> 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 because it's it really just um but but man out of the gate for a first originals album like oh, nicely done because yeah really thank because you. I I really um I just I I thought the whole idea was cool and you know I was really hoping I was going to like the story cuz I really like you and I really did <laughs> like <laughs> the story sure. you know but yeah, but, but um no I just it, so I mean I, I, I guess, you know, that's my next question is I know that you have, you know, collaborations. I know you have the super group. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about that uh, a little bit, yeah. but, w- w- you know, do you have a sense of what's next? Do you, oh, yeah. you do? Ta- give me the sense. Give me as much of the tea as you can. I would love to um, know what is next for Death Pigeon. So
1: we are in our sort of, as, as, as I see us in a sort of like weird sort of metal way um what we're gonna do is the albums are going to be accompanied by short stories so every single album we put out we're, we're, we're gonna put out a maximum of five That is how I see it oh. five albums I think I like things to come to an end um okay. I like things to have you know they have a finite life and then and whatever it could might take us 20 years to get out five albums i i don't know know? i don't know whether Um,
0: i like the idea of it taking longer so we have longer with death pigeon or i hate the idea of waiting that long for more death pigeons (laughs) i'm not really sure but okay so oh but so you have a you have a there's a this is death pigeon has a a a lifespan in your head already
1: okay i i I think so i don't want to over egg the pudding i don't Mm. want to sort of try and do something i can't do Mm. if something doesn't come naturally or if I haven't got any way to sort of to, to keep the momentum going in a, in a believable and in an honest way, mm. then I don't want to do it. Death Pigeon. Honestly, here's, here's, here's something. Death Pigeon was meant to be a one album band. That was it. All Neil was doing was basically, he. Uh, I, I'm probably going to well up when saying this. I owe so much to that man. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: take your time jd no you've been it, through a lot and it's it, having a friend like that is is rare so i totally yeah. i'm in it with you take yeah. your time
1: he all he was doing basically to begin with was um a, was putting out an album um because that was something that i always wanted to do and when we were talking right at the very beginning, I was saying, you know, I got these ideas. I wanted he, said, like, he said, yeah, I, you know, let's let's get it done. I know we, we've been over this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he turned around and he said, you know, come on. He said, I'll do it. He said, I won't charge you production. I won't charge you anything. He said, we'll do it as mates. He said, we just get right there. He said, we mm-hmm. get it done. And then when I said to him, once the album release, and I said, people listen to it. I said, people are actually listening to it uh, and, and and stuff. And he was like, oh, my God, are they really? I was like, yeah. And, uh, you know, we couldn't believe that people are actually listening to it. I and then that you were
0: both surprised by it. Neil Neil has no more confidence in himself than you do in you, apparently. <laughs> so, geez, we got to get you guys a life coach or a life pigeon or something. I don't know. <laughs> I okay. Imagine. So one um, album. Ba- okay. And then. Yeah. And then after
1: this, I said, "Well, I've started another couple of short stories." I said, mm. you know, "Are you up for doing a bit more?" And I said, "I've got in my head." I said, "We've got a f- I've got a five album thing," and I said, "The albums will have a short story, and the EP is that come out in between the albums, will be just up to us to do whatever, whatever the fuck we want to do." Oh, cool. Okay. So what we're working on next is we're working on an EP, a four story, a four song EP, no short story. Each song, if we can pull this off, each song is going to be a different genre.
0: So now wait, do you mean a different (coughs) genre within the metal umbrella?
1: Or do you a mean different a different con- genre within the metal umbrella? But okay, so you're not going to be doing Death like
0: Death a Pigeon? disco song or anything like that. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I, don't think so. I was I going to say this, so. this is this is this is a scoop for Vox and guest right here. Death Pigeon goes <laughs> disco. I love it. You've got an ABBA song. You've got <laughs> yeah, okay. So a different metal subgenre. Per yeah. okay. Wow. Okay. So
1: the next track is going to be totally in Welsh. It's going to be um, a continuation. Pretty much of a, a continuation. It's going to be a logical successor to Volume Two. So okay. there's going to be elements that sound a lot like Volume Two. It's going to be short because I love short tracks to just come in, punch you in the face, and then walk out. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've always loved that, and a band that really did that so well was the Berserker. You know, really short, really fast in your face, and then they left, and you're like, <laughs> what the hell have I just listened to? You know, um so it's going to be it's it's I think it's about two and a half three minutes long. I think. Um, If I can remember. And um, it's got a lot more timing changes right the way through it. It's um, a little bit more melodic in places. There's no orchestra. It is
0: just metal. Wow. Okay. that's that's going to be that's going to be a departure for you. it's
1: It's going to be something a bit different. We're going to bring back the orchestra in in in, in well, the yeah. other albums and in the other songs, but we want to do something that's a little bit, a little bit different. We just want to try because we want to sort of experiment a bit. We don't want absolutely. to absolutely, absolutely keep on well, look, going I mean, down the same lines.
0: But it's not as if you only did one thing on volume no. two, you know. No. So no. I mean, I think I think your fans are going to follow you just fine on that, you know, because I it's so. it's it'll give you. Freedom too, because you're not being slavish to a, a narrative, right? So you really yeah. can do yeah. whatever the hell you want, and then just get in and get out, and and just hit people over the head with it, and then go to the next thing. I mean, that, so yeah. so how it sounds like that's pretty. Is that still mostly in you know conceptual, or, or have you started? No. You're actually no. um, your work. So. I've done. we've done the drums, the bass
1: is recorded, I've done the lyrics, I've oh, translated so that then into Welsh, I've oh. given the track to Neil. Neil is now, rather than me coming up with all the guitar stuff like I did on Volume 2, mm. I've given the track to Neil for him to come up with his own guitar because oh, I want people to see what he's able to do because, I mean, he, the guy took a Christina Aguilera song, covered it and turned it into a Dragonforce song at like mm. 300 beats a minute. So I really want people to see what he's the what mind behind that, doing. yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and the challenge, so yeah, absolutely. So he's got that track now, um, and then when I get that back, I'll be recording the vocals, and then we'll be we'll be getting the cover art done and 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 sort of getting that out there. I'm glad um, you
0: mentioned the art because I did mm-hmm. want to get back to that. You know, the visuals on Spotify, but just in general, the artwork. Yeah. Who who does that? Where does that come from?
1: So the artwork for volume um, one was a photograph I took using my infrared camera. Um and I, I really quite like I was walking through a forest and everything was pitch black and r- there was just this little circle of light, and you can't see it in the photo because of the the style of camera that I use, but it had this beautiful ray of light that just came straight down. Mm. and The whole other forest was was pitch black right. apart from this little circle. Oh. So I thought I'd take a photo of that. Um, volume two didn't pan out how I wanted. That's partly drawn by me and partly AI. Unfortunately, mm. um, I had uh, an artist lined up for it. As soon as they figured out that it was for an album, they put the price up by three hundred quid. So uh, it's like saying the word wedding. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So it's my fault. I was so excited. I was like, you know, we're gonna. It's an album. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be that. And he was like, oh, so that's like gonna be like four hundred pounds, like you know, almost six hundred bucks. So I was like, I can't do that.
0: Yeah, you know. So I just next time you got to work, work with Mama's Maiden Studio, they'll hook you up. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, we have we have worked with them as know, well. Yeah, you know. they've already done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, I mean, just
0: you know, they yeah. they will not gouge you on album prices. I yeah. think. Oh no, spent. no, absolutely not. So
1: I I drew. I took. I I, I was going to bring the bowl up here, but I haven't got it. the The bowl at the at the, at the, at the the uh, on the front. Let me look at the the album. The bowl at the front. That bowl is in my kitchen. Uh, on the inside cover there's another bowl with an eye sitting in it that bowl is in my kitchen so i drew the bowls and then added like the 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 water i think at the time and then i put the 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 image into ai and then it gave me i I think i i think i entitled it human soup and it actually gave me a human in soup (laughs) the bowl that i had drawn so yeah that's it's kind of a 50 50
0: sort of thing. Probably okay, more AI than no, that's more. very cool. And and so for the Spotify visuals for the songs, what about those? Mm. Yeah, you know, again, the, those the, are AI. Yeah, that yeah. was all AI. Wow, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. those are, good. I mean,
0: they were they were really, um, it looked like you were, you know, especially, um, you know, at the end, you know, left her out with the down the hallway and you know, beating on the door and what like that all really looked. Oh,
1: sorry, that, um, that is, um, yeah, the what moving visuals. Oh, that yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> okay. the, uh, the Hi, I'm Christina, and I'll be telling you about Death Pigeon today, JD. <laughs> <laughs> oh God,
1: I'm
0: so sorry. No, it's all right. You've got. I was um, not very clear in that because I did say artwork with it, which implies a static thing. But then I was also thinking of the the moving visuals because those are those are yeah. kicky in the face too. That was uh, that was Pixels. The website
1: Pexels. If nobody's heard of Pexels, then check out Pexels. It's, yeah. No, um, I- it's uh, uh, what do they call it? Um Creative Commons um, uh, video uh, and photos where you can just go and take oh, that's and so cool, you know, Yeah, and I I didn't know about it really, but I wanted to know how everybody else was creating these incredible sort of like highly produced works. And Neil was like, "Oh, check out Pexels, mate." Right? He said, so he gave me a load of different URLs oh, wow. to check out. And I, I looked them out, and yeah, yeah, I was stunned just to see the, the level of quality that was there. And people were like, yeah, just, just take it. So I've donated it really it to a couple that we've used just to say
0: thanks.
1: But wow. It's, um, yeah, yeah so it it's it's all worked really problems. well. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. Thank you. No, that I mean, so so you are already moving forward. You're already, you've already got new stuff in the works. And, any, and yeah. uh, you know, anybody that we've talked to so far who's in the super group has mentioned <laughs> supergroup so i might as well ask you about your experience with zealots so that's you you know it's you and neil death vision yes. you've got encircled yes. throne Jam steak yes. anger yes. overdose and Narok. Yes. Yes. and you want to you want to tell the people at home a little something about that because i'm 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 very excited about this project because the, the bands together it's just it's gonna have to be great so so <laughs> the jd read on the super group that you're now part of
1: So we've all been um, sort of collaborating behind the scenes, you know, now and again. And we thought it would be a good idea to just kind of come together and see what we could come up with. So we've got a few things planned. I'm not going into details because I don't know what has been and what hasn't. So, you know, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, But yeah, what I love about it was that everybody was on the same page. We were all like, should we do something? And then this disappeared and we were like, yeah, this is great. And what i love about it is every single one of us is a different genre a different style a different everything is different you know and i Mm. that is gonna i hope that's gonna make some really interesting stuff when we come to write write
0: i think so i think so because you're not so different that i can't see how those things would work together you know it's not like somebody put david bowie and you know Britney Spears, sorry, anger overdose, and um, anger you know Chris Cornell, and I don't know, um, Cradle of Filth in a room together, and was like, go, you know, I mean, like, and then ABBA is doing the, you know, the the choruses or whatever, like I th- it'll 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 all work out fine. But I think it's it's you know, you seem to be someone who even if it's different versions of your own viewpoint, you seem to like to put a lot of different perspective into what you're doing so I can imagine that this is a this is a fun one for you you know having all these it very really talented is. people coming together from all these somewhat different places so it's, yeah I'm, it's I'm amazing I'm excited.
1: Oh, thank you it's amazing yeah we are as well because I, I think you we didn't expect the community to come together we certainly didn't expect to on a daily basis be talking to people from Australia, America. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't, didn't expect anything. And yet we're all hitting each other up. We're all talking like as if we've known each other for 20 odd years. <laughs> it's and true. Let's be honest. None of us have known each other for like five months, six months. It's, true. I mean? it's, it's, true. it's true. It's true. It's amazing. It's true. so and much camaraderie it's... and and That's genuine love. And that is amazing. And you know nobody's worried about upsetting anybody everybody's like oh let's let's do this let's do that let's try this let's try that yeah. it is wonderful absolutely wonderful and it's something i'm really excited to see where it goes you know, i know even if it's just even if it's just a bit of fun away from the main bands, great i'm up for it that's right you know?
0: and and it and it it's um i think it'll probably end up being more than that but i just i it's true you know we 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 do forget that i mean i at least have only known you guys since April, I think, Um, we're in June now. So it's been two, maybe three months. um, And I still don't know how. I fell down the metal rabbit hole. I still don't remember what got me here. I'm so glad that whatever. Band together.
1: You're a fantastic group Band Together. You made Band Together. You brought everybody together from loads of genres. I can't
0: thank you enough for doing that. Oh, thank you. I, I, I really always like to be very clear that all I did was I looked at all of these musicians who were being so generous and so um supportive of each other and, and really wanting to get each other's stuff out there. And there was just, you know, as I I think I said, um, I don't remember to whom, but, you know, um, it might have been on one of my lives actually, that, you know, coming from a cover band community, there's a lot of competition, which makes sense if you think about it, because we're all kind of covering the same things over and over again, you know? Um, not that we don't play different things, but you know, I mean like, you know, you play songs that people know that they wanna hear, right? So there's only, there's a certain pool of stuff that really is always gonna land. And so there is a lot of competition. And so I'm looking at all these indie musicians writing originals, putting stuff out there. And I mean, you know, you got Electric Tardigrade over here like doing all this electronica stuff, you know, you've got, um, you know, Death Pigeon and the whole metal community. You've got Dean Powder Band, you know, over here doing Everything, um, genre-wise, you know, and 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 Michael bodies over here with more country. Like, it, it, there's just like all these different genres, and I'm watching everybody. And all I thought to myself was, if these people worked together, yeah. what they could do. So all I really did was just gather the chickens. <laughs> you know, I just kind of put everybody together and said, okay, now you guys are all interested in doing the same thing. You all want to help each other. Did I expect it was going to be over 2,000 people that, you know, no, yeah, but I mean, be. it's just been, it's been incredible. And, um, you know, what it's done, you know, this community has changed me, you know, it changed the trajectory of everything. I was never planning on doing an interview show. I've never done this before, but like, I get to talk to people like you, this is, this is my Friday night, you know, like how awesome is that? Yeah, and to yeah. listen to music that I probably never would have heard, you know, and I was missing out. So I'm just, it. you know, to see you guys all coming together I feel like a proud mommy you know <laughs> you know it's like my babies they're all going out and growing up. You know? but I mean you know and I'm not taking any credit for anything I had nothing to do with it but just to see all these collaborations that are you know coming in and 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 all these bands that are great it's just it's it's so kick-ass and I'm I'm so excited to hear what you, the five of you do because it's gotta I mean you know just thinking about you and Jam, Steak, and Anger Overdose. Even just the three <laughs> of you in a room together, and what that's going to look like. And then you put Naraka and throne Throne in there, and it's like, Yeah. Pow. so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's going to be a ride.
1: It's something that when we all come together, you're we like, can we do this? <laughs> Is it, you know, what, what are we doing? We're just like, let's have fun. Now fine. what? <laughs> what we doing? You know what? And you know, it's been it's been great. It's been it's. I can't pick out an individual moment because every single part of it genuinely every single part of it has been mm. as great even if it's just somebody going out oh, you know is this any good what you reckon about this or how's this how's that mm. you know whatever it is everybody's coming together and you know it's, it's like a group like band together everybody is is coming together and everybody's talking everybody is listening to everybody's stuff everybody is talking about other people and it, it's 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 it honestly is mind-blowing
0: I've, I, I've never seen anything like what you guys are doing with that group. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I was trying to think of a, a clever name for it, you know, and I was like, what am I going to call it? And I was like, well, I'm putting all these bands together. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and we could band together. And uh, yeah, so yeah. then I was, I'm cleverer than I than I think I am sometimes. And I don't know how clever it was, but it had a modicum at least. And so, but I did not expect, again, just I, I really, and I get it because as I've said, you know, in other, places i spend more time now talking about other bands than i do about my own you know to the point where yeah. sometimes i forget <laughs> that i'm in one you know and i should probably be talking about it a little bit more cuz you know that is kind of supposed to be my job but like i get it i get why everybody does it yeah. this way because and 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 yeah. you know it's not just the kind of um oh hey great job you know i'm seeing comments where people are like wow you know in that second half of the bridge when you brought in this and what like people are really listening and and, you know and i mean like you know just just um i was talking to foster grimm records earlier and um you know kevin and and you know he was just talking about how like you know he wasn't expecting that people are going to be listening to his it's exactly what you said you know like you know oh my god people are actually listening to the album you know you and neil are over there surprised and like we're not surprised because we hear what you're doing and why wouldn't we be listening to it but it is the life of a musician, right? That you put stuff out there, and you don't know if it's going to find an audience. You just don't know. So, I mean, to mm-hmm. see musicians creating an audience for other musicians, mm-hmm. it's kind of restored my faith in, in. It's that's that's the good rewiring of humanity, right? We're rewiring it.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> in a absolutely. Positive way. I mean, you know, it's very difficult. At least I find it difficult. I've, i I've, I've. This, this is something I've asked myself a lot over the last, like was it june yeah seven months i think six months seven months is did i give enough respect to the indie community before i got into it i'm mm. honestly i don't know mm. i don't know i'm sure there are there are cds i've got here and i'm sure there's cds i've got there which there are indie musicians in it but i couldn't differentiate between one who was indie and one who was signed or, mm-hmm. or not rather indie um so seeing everybody come together and all the genres—that yeah. excites me more than yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry we're talking about genres again. Not allowed to do that. But, no, but you're, you know, but
0: you're a synthesist. It makes sense to me. You know, you you like to do that. You like to take yeah. different things and and put them yeah. together. So I could see why that would light your brain up totally. And you've got like
1: outlaws from the cross on one side, uh, Christian country rap. I would I, I would say. Sorry if I sorry if I get it wrong. No, um, that and, sounds right to me. You know, and then you've got. Anger Overdose, you've got Encircle Throne, Shovel Monster, Superposition. You know, everybody's doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. Everything's sounding as unique as the last. Mm -hmm. Nothing's sounding the same. Everything's sounding so entirely different. And it's exciting. And as I said a few times through this, we're independents. Do what you want. That's right. (laughs) That's right. There's going to be somebody out there that listens. There's going to be somebody out there, even if it's just a handful of people, they're still going to listen
0: well and and I think it's it's about turning the the difficult part of being an indie musician from a obstacle into an into a advantage right that you know, okay, well, you know, I don't have a record label telling me what to do, but oh, I don't have a record label telling me what to do you know <laughs> so exactly. and and yeah, I mean right. like i I think that that you know the rewiring of humanity might have been a hard sell depending on who you were signed to, you know yeah, because oh, it, it, it is and and you didn't even have to worry about it because you just no. you're just out there you're doing your thing you're doing whatever the hell you want and thank god because we got to hear it and read it right as everybody done I'll wait if you're on like the last couple pages we can just you know we could, we could get some tea or whatever we'll just wait <laughs> while you, while you finish but um no I mean no, JP, seriously like I really and I'm so excited to hear that 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 the album's you know a that there are going to be EPs in the middle so that actually it's not just Three more things that we're getting from you. It's going to be three plus, but I'm so glad that there are going to be more short stories because I yeah. I I think you um you need to keep writing in all your formats. Like you really do, oh, you. and I, and I think that the reason that the story resonated with me so much, despite the fact that it was super intense, you know, and and not something that I might ordinarily pick up to read, was because you put so much of yourself into it, you know, because you were honest, because you were. Raw and you were, you know, showing a side of yourself that people often don't, you know. And I think that we all have those, right? We all have those mm-hmm. sides. I mean, even me, I'm, I'm pretty much here who I am everywhere. I, I don't have much of an ability to dissemble. But you know, there are things you don't share with people, right? You're not going to go on camera and talk about certain things. But to put that in a story, you know, um, and sure, there aren't details, but um, I think that's why people are going to really. Understand what you've done, you know, and feel it as they're reading it, you know, and then and then because you're also in the music, and then Neil's in the music as well, and that's another cool thing is that we're gonna get to hear Neil unrestrained, Neil released, <laughs> Neil Neil doing his own thing and coming up with his own stuff, and it just sounds like you you I I'm hoping maybe you'll change your mind, and if you have to end at a certain point, maybe it'll be on ten. Instead of five, <laughs> maybe. remember we like the number ten. So let's maybe, maybe let's yeah. aim for. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and double it now, so that we've got that, and then that could take forty years, and then you know, then we'll all be too old to hear the music, and it'll be. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe.
1: I mean, you know, the only reason I'm saying five is I think you know five isn't is. I see it as sort of a nice number. You can take a few years to get there, but I don't want it to ever seem as if we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. You know, right. I because that, that wouldn't feel right to me. If I've not got something to give, I'd rather not try. I'd rather be like, you know what? We had great over here, great time.
0: That's where it stays. And then you don't we'll want to be something like else. Season thirteen of a show like The Simpsons, you know, like you don't want to be season forty-nine of The Simpsons where you know it was over twenty years ago. You want to go yeah, out yeah. where you feel like you're still saying what you want to say, and you're not just putting things out there to keep going.
1: Right. I, 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 yeah, I think so. I've seen a few. A few of my friends have been signed over the years, and I've seen, I've seen what it's done to them. Mm. And a few of my friends that mm. are still indie musicians, I've seen what it's done to them. And I've seen it from both sides. I've seen the time pressures from 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 the signed. I've seen the. Um, As my headset just died. No, oh, I've right. seen. <laughs> there, we are, that one had died. I can see the. Um, the time pressures from the side. I can see the um, all the stresses from from, from the indie side, yeah. from 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 my friends in the indie side, and I think that takes something away from what you're trying to do with creating music. I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me looking at it and, and not really understanding what I'm seeing. Possibly, I, I don't really know, but I don't ever want to get to a position where I don't love what I'm doing and it doesn't mean something to me you know i just want to do it and if it means that it's five and it's done then it's five and it's done mm-hmm. if it's more than if i've got more to give if neil's got more to give if we're happy with where we're going we're going to keep on going but when well, what's good I is do. if you
0: get to 6 then we know you have to keep going because you have to get to 10 <laughs> <laughs> to get to 10 oh, no but God. but i, I hear get, you yeah, and I, and i agree too because i think that that it's very hard to be creative when you're stressed and yeah. when you're anxious, you know, it, it's yeah. kind of, they're sort of antagonistic things. And so I I, I, I get where you're coming from. But I mean, yeah. as long as you keep writing and making music, whether it's Death Pigeon or something else, I mean, you know, we know a lot of musicians who have multiple projects going, mm. you know, and and they find another iteration of what they're doing, you know, and and I mean, and then, you know, you've also got live elements coming in. And, you know, so yeah, yeah. They, I think they'll, they're... I'm hoping there will be enough to to keep death pigeon cooing for a great many more um, <laughs> albums, but it, it, oh. I, I, I do respect your um, integrity there that, you know, that you want to, you want to be doing stuff that's true to who you are and true to what the band is about and, and to your creativity, you. both of you. So.
1: Thank you. Cause it, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put together a story or an EP or something that I think, Oh, do you know what? I I don't want to be reading it six months down the line and going I could have done that better. And there's always going to be elements you think you can do better, but sure. I don't ever want to get to a position where I go Oh God, what did I
0: do there? Right, that you sold yeah. out or something? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't want to do that. I just want to I just want to, you know, write about some weird stuff, and then put together some <laughs> weird some weird music and then just kind of just enjoy it. Because I've gone back, I have I have read the short story again, and I I I, I do still like it. There's nothing. Good. Good. about that that I think Do you know what I shouldn't have put that in or I should have maybe added this from the novel mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah that's why I think if I've got an end in sight then I know at some point it's going to come to an end yeah. and I, I, I don't know mate. I'm, I'm just maybe sounding like a crazy person but
0: <laughs> I, I don't think, think so no and, and look <laughs> I mean you're you're genuine and that comes across and I think that you want to just make sure that what you're putting out there is genuine, you know, that it's authentic and it's coming from the right place and it's creativity and you feel like it's something you're proud of that represents you and that other people will like it. And I mean, you know, I, I think um we could use more of that, you know, there's enough product out there in the world, you know, we We like the good stuff. We like the good stuff. And (laughs) Death Pigeon is very definitely good stuff. So I wanted to get us to wrapping up here because this has been so much fun and I could talk to you forever um but i'm sure you have other things and it's actually pretty late there um <laughs> come to think of it uh, isn't cold, it
1: cool past one uh, on uh, saturday morning but it's fine we go for as long as you want to go for i, I, go. I i've sat <laughs>
0: for <like> five <laughs> hours during the afternoon and i just you're like i, I have red bull the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly you're just pounding energy drinks whatever but the the um i like to wrap up the show with the segment we call in the vox seat so I am going to ask you five questions and um, I'm I'm really interested to hear some of these answers specifically from you because, um, just because of who you are and how your brain works and I mean that in the best way. So the first question is, five, yeah. if you had to sum up your music in five words or less, what yeah. would you say? Now I realize I'm asking this of the man who wrote a 300 page book. <laughs> and yeah. distilled it into a 40 page story. So you may need to start with 130 words and then give me five out of those. We could just edit yeah. that out. <laughs> No, but I mean, so if five uh, words or less, could you do it? Some some can, some can't.
1: How would no I pressure describe put? my music in five words? Yes. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I think I've got okay. three, can I get to five? Yeah, I may have to double up on one. Um, you can hyphenate it <laughs> i mean all this in the best ways mind when i say okay. when i say this right? i don't mean this as i i am self-deprecating but i do mean these in the best way weird brutal strange what the fuck and did they just say that <laughs> uh I,
0: okay <laughs> well actually I, I that's oddly fitting um <laughs> <laughs> now that I come to think of it, I, I always think of weird as a good thing, by the way. Um yeah, that's a, to too, me, that's yeah. a that's a compliment. Weird is always a good thing. But okay, so yeah. weird, uh brutal, strange, weird. what the fuck? Bro- and did they just say that? Okay. It's yeah, definitely it more than five words, but we're we are gonna hyphenate all of those and we're we're gonna make it work. Oh so.
1: no, it is, isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so many more than that. But that's okay. It is not three hundred pages, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a win oh. for you, JD. You're you're fine you're fine (laughs) um okay so your favorite thing about being a musician
1: oh god we favorite thing about being is this about being an indie
0: musician or about being a musician you can answer it whichever way you like i like both of those questions you can even answer both questions if you want Indie musician, freedom, Okay. Um, musician,
1: sonic therapy.
0: Mm, okay. So freedom, indie musician, that, that makes a lot of sense given everything that we've been talking about, that yeah. do whatever the hell you want. And then sonic therapy. And now, mm. why is that specific to musician? and not indie musician? Is it more just that that's also part of being an indie musician, but the indie piece of it means that you have freedom that you don't in general?
1: Yeah, I think so. And because I like to play a lot of music, which isn't indie, Mm.
0: you know,
1: and I think, I think I sort of in my brain, I sort of categorize that as being as musician as a whole, whether it's tribute, whether it's cover, whether it's Mm. originals, whether Mm. it's, it's whatever the many sort of different sort of, designations that there could be hmm. i think that's one that transcend that sort of um come not what word that was uh that's one that sort of crosses over everything really yeah. it's um you know no matter what you play no matter you know if it makes you feel good then it's yeah. doing its job right
0: yeah 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 you know or if it makes you feel anything really
1: yeah it just makes yeah. you
0: feel yeah because I mean I I won't say that your music made me feel good but it made me feel good. a lot and that was good you know, um, and I don't think it was intended to make me feel good. Um, you know, stories about people being ripped apart and and fused to machinery generally are not feel good movies of the year. You know, you're not going to see like Jennifer Aniston starring in that movie or whatever. But like, you know, it, it, it is if it gets you to feel something, you're alive, right? And so yeah. I, I I totally understand where you're coming from. Okay, great answers. So now, flip side of that, least favorite thing about being an indie musician, a musician, same both. Either whichever you prefer. Oh God! How long
1: have you got? Um,
0: <laughs> well, I don't know how least... much how much monster uh, have you got there to drink?
1: <laughs> um, not enough. Uh, <laughs> least least favorite least favorite thing about being a musician. This is okay. Yeah, this is um, okay. Least favorite thing procrastination, knocking out of my own head, confidence, mm. lack of mm. um, um, imposter syndrome. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, and the thought that everybody is going to hate everything that I put out. Hmm.
0: Now, is that specific to music?
1: I think so. I don't feel that way with anything else. I've never felt that way in my, my career in 24 years. Okay. All right. I think that's, music that's, is such a no matter what it is, it, you you, you right. give a
0: piece of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, mm. if you're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. No, that all makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. We're going to have to so. seriously, you and I are going to have to have weekly talks <laughs> where <laughs> I get over the whole imposter syndrome, lack of confidence thing with you. Dude, seriously, like, I mean, you, you've taken well, yeah, somebody album- who does not listen to this stuff or read this stuff and you've made me a fan like that's not a small thing it's really not so the
1: album was bad wasn't going to be released i sat on it for about four days um because i I didn't want people to hear my vocals. so yeah there's 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 lots of there's lots of stuff yeah yeah with with stuff like that oh no i know see and
0: i thought the vocals were great they added so much and and the way that you changed your voice depending Thank on you. what song and what you were doing. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, I, but again, I, I but don't so want to sit here and try and smooth over years no. of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what your brain tells you, because I know that I can't do that. But I can tell you that um, none of what you were worried about seemed like it would be anything I would think you would need to worry about because it, it just, Thank it you. all works so well. And I think better even than you have fully grokked at this point. So um, if it takes, Thanks ever so you much. know, no, yeah, we, we just got to get more people telling you so, so that you can, <laughs> we got to drown out the voices in your head and then <laughs> replace them with ours. That's the, that's the, that's a good kind of hearing voices.
1: Right? That, that really means a hell of a lot to me coming from you. Because your voice is absolutely beautiful. So oh, you know, thank you. Thank you, you very so much. <laughs> no, we'll get
0: this. into my imposter syndrome <laughs> and my <laughs> lack of confidence in my voice. And then then you can interview me. It'll be pigeon and vox, right? We'll just turn it all around. <laughs> so okay, I am this one I really want to hear, especially because I'm re- and and I'm gonna give you a little leeway on this that I that I don't usually just because specifically the way that you you run with your music. If you had to choose, and everybody hates this question, but I ask it anyway, yeah. that's why. If you had to choose one album to listen to, only one for the rest of your life, what would it be? And I can give you, well, let me see if you can answer that first before I offer the leeway. Let's see. Because I find sometimes the duress of that kind of a question comes out uh, with, with answers that are even better than than what people would do if they had more options, so. So by one, do you mean two? <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and even numbers, JD? If it's a double album, maybe we'll see. But all right, throw it at uh, me. Let's see. What are the two that came to mind? <laughs> um, type you of negative basket. life is killing me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> type of negative life is killing me. Okay. Um, wow. And Cradle of Filth, Cruelty in the Beast.
0: Okay. All right, I'll give you two. Fine, fine. But if I had to
1: pick one, type of negative life is killing me, hundred percent.
0: Why that five. one?
1: Pete Steele is my absolute idol. And at 21, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He had bipolar disorder. Hmm. He was, you know, a six foot eight man. I'm five foot ten and weirdly shaped. And I think. I looked at him as, even from when I was like 14, 15, when I was cutting myself and stuff, mm-hmm. y- you know, you're not right, but you don't know what that is. And then somebody like him in the limelight turns around and says, Hey, you know, this is me. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into his suicide attempt. He goes into, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And then he write, Oh, not just him. I mean, the band. Mm-hmm write an album like we're coming down and life is killing me and especially a song like an anesthesia and they're just even though there's lots of humor in 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 the songs there's so much of them Mm. in the songs and i can relate to a lot of what they're saying and to have an album and a band and not just that but to have four men that were willing to talk about Stuff so like that. Amazing. Even if it is from a jovial perspective, you know they genuinely lived it. Mm-hmm. And Pete is no longer with us. And he is the reason I picked up bass.
0: I remember, and, yeah.
1: You know, he is an absolute god to me in the same way that people reveal Lemmy. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, that album, when I heard that album and I heard everything about Less Than Zero, you know, anesthesia, Life Is Killing Me, um, it, it, it just, even if it's not the real reasons behind the song, the reasons that I've put behind the song, you know, they just mean so much hundred percent, you know, and that's I think that's a great
0: that's, answer and it fits you, you know, because it's authentic and, 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 yes. you know, and absolutely representation, whatever it is, it can really mean the difference between life and death for people, you know, and, and, you know, and I think that you know, you may find that there are people who look at volume two like that. You just don't know. You know, I mean, it's I hope so, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Leave room for that possibility. That's all I ask you to do. That's that that's as good as I think I'm gonna get from you at this point because we haven't started our weekly Love fests yet, but we, <laughs> but we will. So, all right. So, so, so to 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 end it on a, a really serious note. Then the main the main question here: your toilet paper roll, okay. over or under? Oh, do you over. have the paper dangling over top, or do you yeah. have to pull it out from under the bottom? No, Which over. and why? Over, over. okay. Over. Okay, show over. your work. 100%. Explain your answer. Yeah. Tell me why.
1: Why would you want the toilet paper against the dusty door? Or against something Ooh. that an, an insect may have walked on like a spider. No disrespect to the spider community out there. Um, when you can have it over and, you know, it's clean, it's fresh, it's easy to get to. You're not touching. You're considering other people because you're not touching the rest of the road in Ooh. order to get it off. Because the, the bit you're going to use is right there. Look
0: at this. this I is don't a... overthink things at all. <laughs> Thank God you do, because then I'm not the only person in the room who's doing it. I like this. You know, it's funny. I I ask that question, and I get a different answer every time. And I don't even care so much about the answer. I care about the reasoning behind the answer. And yours was a that was a tour de force of nature and hygiene and considerateness and and all this. You took it to a whole other level, JD, (laughs) as I think you do with pretty much everything (laughs) in the best way. But listen, my friend. My Pidgey. Um, I am so glad that we did this. I'm so happy that I got to really take time and just delve into your music. Um, Sorry that we didn't have Neil, but I think you've represented him very well here. Um, And I just, I really, I mean it, guys. Get the story, get the album, listen, read, do yourself a favor. You will enjoy. The album, Rewiring of Humanity, volume two, was out in February. It's Spotify, it's everywhere. You will enjoy it on its own. You will thank me if you get the story and you read it too. <laughs> I promise you. JD, you are such a sweetheart. I love you. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for sharing your time, your talent, um, You know your, your brain droppings like mine. <laughs> Our mutual love of, of 10 over nine or 11. Um, I'm right there with you. And please, you know, as long as it feels genuine and authentic, please make as much music and write as many stories as you can because you oh, have you. a new oh, well. a new official fan in me. So don't, oh, don't leave so me hanging, okay?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, can I just say just before we go, um, I just want to thank you oh, for okay. taking the time not just to not just to, to talk to me, which I am I am I am so grateful for, but actually take the time to listen to the the music and to read the short story and to bring it all together in the way that you have. It's really, it's really touched me. Thank you. Aww, no,
0: it's my um, pleasure.
1: But also thank you to everybody. Um I, I, why why are you crying? Um thank you to everybody that is that 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 is that that is listened genuinely from the bottom of mine and Neil's heart. Um you know, never would have thought anybody would have done. But thank you ever so much.
0: No. I love you, JD. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you tune in for the next episode of Vox and Guest. We'll see you soon. Bye. Cheers.